Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Elon Musk has now visited the border exactly as many times as Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, which is one. I think that's true. I don't know. I saw it on Twitter. So fact check that one. But Elon Musk is currently down at the border and he just did two live streams from Eagle Pass in Texas showing illegal immigration. And he he says he backs a border wall. So Elon Musk is coming out saying, build the wall, going down to the border. I think it's really interesting as to why he chose to do it. First and foremost, it's a big story. I do think he is testing the capabilities of live streaming on X, formerly Twitter. And so this is a big deal for him to go out and, do, and provide coverage of this will generate a ton of attention. Very, very good for the platform. So we'll definitely talk about all that. Oh boy. Cenk Uecker may be announcing a run for the presidency. And uh, this is the host of the Young Turks. I say may because the official headlines are that he's announced staffing for uh, he's staffing up for a 2024 run, something to the effect of no one else will do it. And we have no choice. Biden can't win. So apparently he's going to run, but we'll see. I don't think he actually declared he's running and no one ever does because then there's a bunch of legal ramifications. And then the winner of last night's GOP debate was Donald Trump. For real, a poll was put out. They found Donald Trump won, even though he was not there. Vivek came in second place. And then Joe Biden has started using quotes from Ron DeSantis to attack Donald Trump. So bravo, GOP, lesser known candidates who are not going to be president. All you're doing is helping Joe Biden. Congratulations. We're going to talk about all that before we do. Head over to TimCast.com. Click TimCast IRL X Miami. Get your tickets now. We're going to be in Miami October 6th, Friday, 6 to 10.30 p.m. live. It is going to be a heck of a fun show. So I strongly advise uh, all of you to pick up your tickets and head down to Miami. It's going to be it's going to be a blast. We've got Patrick Bet David, James O'Keefe, Matt Gates, Luke Rutkowski. I will be there. Ian will be there. A bunch of special guests. The Timcast crew. Many people will be there. We're going to have Alex Stein doing a pre-show set on stage for all of you. A bunch of free swag sponsored by Public Square. We're huge fans. Download the Public Square app. Super awesome. And for those of you that would like to watch at home, click join us. Become a member. Because October 6th's Friday night episode is going to be uncensored and only available to members on TimCast.com. Full transparency, there's two reasons we're doing it. One, it's really expensive and difficult to do events like this. So we're hoping this can be kind of like a, a drive to build up more memberships and create something more substantial for our members. But it also allows us to kind of go completely off the rails. We're going to have people in the audience who knows what they'll be yelling, at, yelling up at stage. And I was like, you know, someone asked, how do we control for that if someone yells something that's bad? And it's like, we can't. And it's like, well, let's do it members only, right? Consider it a, we're really hoping we get, we get you guys to sign up to support our work. We're putting a ton of effort. This has been like a year in the works. It's very, very hard to pull off. Plus getting all these amazing guests to come. We really do need your support. So if you like the work we do and you like all the crazy cultural stuff we're doing, click join us. And we're going to have a members only show coming up for you tonight at 10 p.m. And you get to join the members-only Discord and talk with like-minded people 24-7. They got pre-shows, they got after-shows, they got hangouts, they're building culture, they're working on games, they're working on music, and you can be a part of this, and I hope you do, because we're trying to build culture. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and a whole lot more is Dan Lyman. Good to be with you, Tim. Thanks so much for having me. Right on. Who are you? What do you do? Um, I run BorderHawk, which is an immigration-only news site, BorderHawk.news, and I'm also a correspondent for InfoWars. 
Right on. Well, thanks for hanging out. It should be a blast, especially with the Elon stuff. I think we'll have a lot to talk about. Definitely. We got Phil Labonte. Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Labonte, lead singer of All That Remains, very failed musician, anti-communist, and counter-revolutionary. Libby. Hi, everybody. I'm Libby Emmons. I am I am here. I'm here. I'm here you? again, twice in one week. It's very <laughs> exciting for me. So, well, What do you do? I am the editor-in-chief of the Postmillennial and HumanEvents.com. Right on. Yeah. And uh, I'm here. It's weird to hear you say failed musician like that. It's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's just funny to me. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Anyways, yeah, I'm Serge.com. I'm when, uh, ready when you are, Tim. When's the sixth gold record coming? Is it going to be like... Probably next year is when I'll actually uh, get it. Okay. It takes time for the Oh, no, but like when's, when's it officially... I'm I'm Certified. I'm not exactly sure, but I think it, it'll be a, it'll be done probably in another six weeks or so when I actually get the certification. The sixth, the, the sixth. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to predict a date. Uh, okay, I'm okay. waiting on the RIA. But and you did get the fifth. Is now yeah. like yeah. There you go. Yeah. So. Failed musician. There it is, everybody. <laughs> All right. Let's let's uh, let's jump into the news. We got this tweet from Elon Musk. I didn't call it a tweet. Call it a Twix. Twix. A post. Twix. Look at this. <laughs> I love that this is the, uh, look how silly this looks. This is ridiculous. Elon Musk went to Eagle Pass and started live streaming at the border during the immigration crisis. I'm glad he's doing it. I'm glad he's making this a major issue. Elon going there makes this bigger news for everyone. It's fantastic. But this picture is just so silly. Look, at he's got like the guy behind him all smiley and you know, whatever. It's funny. But he did two live streams. And this one, you can actually see there are illegal immigrants that are behind this, I don't know, orange chicken wire of some sort. And then we have this from the Daily Mail. Elon Musk reveals he backs the border wall and says migrants must have a shred of evidence to claim for asylum. Days after announcing visit to crisis hit Eagle Pass. So look, man, right now at Eagle Pass, they're just people are just flowing in. There's there's CBP allowing them in. And then they're all being shipped up to various cities where we end up with mass protests. The scariest thing I, I want to make sure everybody understands, because I'm seeing these leftists on Twitter be like, who cares? Okay, well, the people in Staten Island are the ones who are getting all of these people dumped in their neighborhoods, and now the police are beating and arresting the locals. So yeah, it, it matters. And uh, Elon Musk parachuting in is good because it highlights the problem. Yeah, and Elon's done a really good job um, lately of paying attention to this issue. Months ago, we were covering the fact that he was, you know, doing his exclamation point tweet, you know, res response to people, which, you know, uh, it's not him saying anything. He's just calling attention to it with his massive, massive uh, magnifying glass that he has. And he's been indicating that more and more this is concerning him. And so the fact that he's going down there right now is so important because, of course, we see so many of our elected officials in, in high powered, you know, uh, right up all the way through the presidency. They, they just can't even be bothered bothered with the whole thing. And uh, in the past month, uh, Eagle Pass is averaging around 2,000 illegal crossings per day. That's so, a lot. And that's one location, right? One location. It has been the hotspot pretty much for the entire Biden border crisis. Um, but uh, recently, it's gotten even worse. It was bad every day, all day. But recently, we hit uh, a day record, a single day record, which was about 2,200. And two days later, it was 4,000. And so it's it's getting worse and worse. I've heard that because of the because of you know South America has the summer in our winter that the springtime come March and April is going to be when it it tends to bump up the most. And if we're getting you know two thousand people a day or three thousand people a day at, at one of the high volume border crossings, come March, it's going to be insane. Without some kind of change in policy, just in time for the election. I mean, I don't want I. You think Biden would be doing everything in his power right now to put a stop to this because 
it's just in time for the election. I don't know. That's why I'm like, do they want to lose running Joe Biden and a border crisis? Because immigration is a huge issue. When you have people in New York City protesting AOC over immigration, y'all Democrats are in trouble. Yeah, they're screaming at the buses. They're like yelling at everybody, telling them to go home. New York City, actually, today I saw a flyer that they put out that's from from the city of New York saying, go somewhere else. You're not going to be housed here. This is a very expensive city. You will be better off somewhere else. The city is doing that, Democrats. And this comes, of course, only a couple of weeks after Eric Adams said they're destroying the city. Which you they know, are. They I mean, are. it's turning into a nightmare. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're watching these liberals that have been, you know, crowing about the city being a sanctuary city and uh, across the country they've been doing this. Well, they're getting a taste of their own medicine. I'll be perfectly honest. I wasn't a fan of the busing stunt that Texas launched last year. I thought it was basically just them participating in the redistribution right. of illegals. And and we know for a fact that the, the amount that are in New York City, for instance, is, it's only about 10% were bus there by Texas. The other 90% are coming in uh, of their own accord, being brought in by NGOs, being brought in by the Biden administration, maybe even flying in. We're learning now straight to JFK. So um, it's only about 10%, but it's been quite effective and it has really highlighted the hypocrisy. The, the the defense of the, of the you know, busing the people from the border to Texas was, well, he can't deport them anyway. And I'm just like, my attitude is kind of, look, man, if you have to choose between sending a bus to New York and just returning them to Mexico in violation of, I don't know, federal law or whatever. I'd, I'd go with like, hey, man, they entered illegally. We won't, we won't, we're not, we're going to send them right back. And then let, let Mexico send a, a communication over how we deal with this. But if these people have already illegally entered Mexico or they are Mexican citizens, then I don't see what the argument is for some kind of like, I, I, I don't even think it's a law. I think it's some kind of treaty or something or like international relations must be held by the federal government. And so what happens is they come in and the, Texas is like, well, we can't do anything. The federal government won't let us. So they put them on a bus and they send them to New York. I, I like some of it. Right. It, it, it created a shock to the system. It created press. But I think you're right. If if they didn't do this at all, imagine if Texas Florida and, you know, whatever, Arizona, whichever other states were doing it, never did. Mm-hmm. They'd still have a migrant crisis in New York City. They'd still be saying the same things, only now they have a scapegoat. Now they can say it's Republicans that are doing it on purpose. Right. That's interesting. And then you also had. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. DeSantis sending people to Martha's Vineyard, which was sort of an amazing stunt, I thought. Yeah, that was that was brilliant. That was that good. was very clever. sending a small handful of people to a sanctuary city that has the means to support them, mm-hmm. I think was better for the people. The, the migrants themselves got one of the best deals ever. You're going to Martha's Vineyard, baby. Right? I've never That's even been there. pretty nice. And then it made the people at The View and all these other liberals lose their minds in panic. The, the more you can make people that have the luxury opinion of open borders, the more you can make them feel the re- repercussions from that, the better, mm-hmm. right? Like, because it's real easy when you live in, you know, the Northeast. I'm from New Hampshire, you know, Massachusetts. It's easy to say, oh, you should let people in. They, it sh- everyone should be able to come in, et cetera. Um, because you don't feel the daily pressures that, you know, that number of people constantly straining your infrastructure, you, they don't feel it. So if you can get them to partake 
in the actual you know the actual suffering. reality of, the of actual people suffering coming in. of it yeah, yeah i mean fair enough i was trying to be a little a little more uh a little more uh, specific with my words but uh, but yeah essentially if you can make them feel the pain then that's a good thing because until m most people have that luxury have luxury opinions that don't they don't they don't affect them so they're like well it's okay for this because someone else will deal with it it's very very easy to say it's someone else's problem it's really hard to say it's someone else's problem when you can't walk out of your door without stepping in human feces you know right you Which know but new I'm, york already had that problem san francisco i mean my attitude is kind of uh at this point everybody should be uh as self-sufficient as possible they should be doing what they can to get out of cities to get more. I mean, look, it's just you're, you're better off. We've got the we got we have a, we have a video that we'll talk about for the, in the members only section tonight where it's uh, students fighting at high school as a trans student fighting, uh, beating up. Uh, but we'll, 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 we'll save that. But my point is not to hash that story out before we get to it. These things are happening in your schools, in these in these districts where they've got these this weird wokeness ideology. You need to get away from these places. You need to be you need to be self-sufficient, self-sustainable, because it's clear that the government does not have your back. Staten Island is the perfect example of social order breakdown. Philadelphia is the next best example. They bring in illegal immigrants into Staten Island when the locals say, hey, man, you can't do this. this is our neighborhood. The cops beat and arrest them. And then you get Philadelphia where people run around 100 people running around, smash teenagers, smashing up storefronts and stealing iPhones, iPads, fighting with cops, getting and, and only half of them get arrested. Social order breakdown is happening. Does it completely break down until it doesn't exist? I don't know, but ain't nobody coming to save you. Even if Trump gets arrested, you got to still deal with the on the ground stuff happening you mean in elected? front of your house. Uh, what, what did I say? You said arrested. Oh, no, no, elected. He already Freudian. got arrested. <laughs> right, he already got arrested. If Donald <laughs> Trump gets elected, he's it's 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 going to help. I, I hope, I believe, there is a strong probability it gets things back on track, but it still means the swamp is all around you. You may hope that Trump pulls that plug and drains a lot of it, but it's going to be there for a while. You don't clean up this mess overnight. So that being said, the more I see this stuff, the more I'm hoping that people become self-sufficient and remove yourself from the ramifications of the horrible policy. So if you're not in New York City, you're going like, wow, that's that's too bad for the people who live there who voting who are voting for this. It does suck for the people who are there who don't want it. But at a certain point, I'm kind of thinking like the only way this is resolved is 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 getting resolved or will be resolved is because people in New York City are now experiencing the problem. When it was just a Texas problem, they said, who cares? You're crazy. Now that it's a New York problem, now you're going to get the whole country screaming about illegal immigration, finally. And you had recently a video of Chicago residents who most of them were presumably Democrats berating the city council and saying, and in, you know, essentially paraphrasing what they said, but almost a direct quote, if you don't do something about this, we're going to do something about this and you're not going to like what That's we do. Crazy. That's crazy. Yes. That's scary, man. We don't, yeah. there's nah, a none of that. Yeah, right. there, and there's a there's a lot of black Democrats in Chicago who are really fed up with this too. Yep. I thought that was really interesting too. For a minute, I kind of had this hope that perhaps there would be an abolition of color lines and we could all just be like, we're Americans, you guys are invaders. I'm sorry that your country is going to, going to hell over there, but uh, we don't want ours to have that happen to it. I said this yesterday. I really need to say it again because I because I, not look for people who watch every show. You hear me say some things a couple times, maybe a lot, but not everybody watches every show. Imagine what it must be like. And I, I can only imagine I'm not black. Right. But imagine you're a Democrat, black or white. The narrative is black people have been oppressed by this country and are owed for it. Reparations should be paid. Now, imagine you are a black voter and many of you watching probably are. And you're being told over and over again how much you're owed from the because of what this country has done to you. 
Then they say, but don't worry, we're not going to give you money. Every four years, we'll dangle the carrot in front of your face. We're going to claim we owe you the money. Then we're going to open the border, bring in people who don't even live here, who've not experienced anything we've claimed you've experienced, and then we're going to give them money. It's, 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 it's at that point, you know, my attitude is kind of like, if you don't give me money, I'm not going to cry about it. Just don't take my tax dollars. But if you dangle the money in front of me saying like, yeah, this is your money. You know, we, we don't worry. We're going to get it to you. Oh, who's that guy? Here you go, buddy. And you, you toss him a chunk of cash. Now I'm pissed off. Well, that was the thing too in New York is they were bringing in illegal immigrants, setting up a whole tent city type of things, giving them free Xboxes and stuff, moving homeless New Yorkers out of shelters. I mean, there was already, there were That's already evil. plenty of homeless in New York, New Yorkers, families, people with jobs who can't afford to live there, but they have a job, their families are, they're like trying to make it work. And these people, these New Yorkers were moved out of the shelters that were built for New Yorkers um, so that illegal immigrants could come in all because of stupid Joe Biden. And the thing too about that is the, you know, the situation in New York where there was a sanctuary city and also where there's a right to shelter law, which means that if someone shows up and asks for a place to sleep, the laws, you have to give it to them. That only works if you're dealing with the, you know, the homeless residents of your own city. It doesn't work when you're dealing with 100,000 people from wherever who also are not assimilated. They don't want to assimilate. And we have progressives saying you shouldn't assimilate. You know, so there was a case today. Someone was a, an illegal immigrant was arrested for allegedly um, raping a seven year old girl in an airport oh, hotel. God. You have the Roosevelt Hotel. We had a reporter go out for human events, Jackie Toborov, and she was saying that the hotel is essentially culturally divided. It's like um, Hispanics on one side and Africans on the on another. Wow. And there's fights on the corner. Yeah. You know, I mean, what a mess. When you had immigrants coming through Ellis Island, the <clears throat> idea was they were going to assimilate. Their kids were American. And you and they could be they could be adequately placed. Yes. So we know, hey, your new family's coming in. We got we have we have locations in this area where we can help you get set up. And that way people integrate right. into the society. When people come here illegally, they just go and they find out where their friends are and they create enclaves. I don't blame them for doing it. It's what humans do. But then you end up with what, what, what isolated mini societies, right? Like mm -hmm. neighborhoods that don't view themselves as part of the greater uh, city or, or state or whatever. And then no go zones uh, if that exactly. is allowed to proliferate, proliferate even further. But, you know, I had a lot of relatives that came in my family tree and um, that came through New York City. They immigrated there. And when they were coming through, you had to provide chest x-rays. Right. You had to provide a sponsor wow. that was already in the States. You had to have like five bucks you, or something. You had to maybe like, I think you had to have some amount of cash. Yep. But you also couldn't have a job already lined up. Right. Because the deal was you couldn't be taking a job from an American already here. Exactly. And now you have AOC and Hakeem Jeff Jeffries and all of these people coming out being like, we have to make sure they can get jobs. People in New York need jobs. New Yorkers need jobs. Like, Jack, Jack Fresco made a great point that I brought up earlier today. He uh, he was in, in an interview, the Zeitgeist, old Zeitgeist stuff, you guys are familiar with that documentary. He said when he was a kid during the Depression, he saw people in an unemployment line and across the street was a factory with no workers. And he was like, why can't we get the workers in the unemployment line into the factory? Well, he wasn't literally saying you could. He was saying like, this is an issue of a failed economic state. The workers from the un unemployment line couldn't necessarily do the job at the factory. So you have people who need work and place that needs workers and it can't make it work. But from understanding that principle, if you've got, let's just flat numbers, let's 100, 100 jobs in your town, 
and you've got 110 people. Okay, you've got 10 people who need jobs. Some people die, some people move out. Now there's a few job openings. 50 illegal immigrants come in. No, let's, say, let's say 10. Let's say just 10, right? 10%. They start taking up these jobs and the left argues that the immigrants create demand and create jobs. Yes, but not immediately. So what happens is these jobs are going to be filled based on market competition. Some of these businesses are going to say, well, we're going to hire these guys. More importantly, AOC is saying they're going to get work permits for these non-citizens, which means if you're someone struggling to find work, AOC is going to make sure one of these guys takes the jobs that are available that you should be getting. Exactly. And then maybe, maybe in a year or two, the demand will increase enough to where more jobs will, 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 will come into fruition. But ain't nobody's creating a job at their business based off of a week, a month, uh, or a couple months. Exactly. If revenue increases over, like, let, let's say like 100 illegal immigrants come into my neighborhood and now I'm selling more cheeseburgers. Yes. At the end of the month, I'll calculate how much money I made, how much, how many more burgers I got to buy, what my profits were, and then we'll carry on. Maybe after six months, I'll say, okay, de you know, demand is getting, is getting greater and greater. We're going to bring on some more employees, but it's not going to be right away. Right. No, it's not going to be right away. And how much when they when that happens, how much of what they're earning then gets sent back home? We have yep. remittan remittances never get talked about. And how much are they going to start taking out of the system? Because inevitably uh, they find ways to leach the system, you know, uh, whether it's, you know, through the schools or through, you know, welfare or food stamps, uh, EBT programs. And then another example of just the, the madness in New York City and um, residents, American citizens being pushed to the back of the line, we had at the beginning of the school year, something like 19,000 illegal alien children entered the school system. And so kids were showing up to school in, at city schools and American citizens were being turned away from school. And we're told very often that a lot of these kids, the only meals they're getting that day are at school. We're right. told that all the time. They tell us that all the time. Right. And then you had Letitia James, the attorney general in New York, who's trying to destroy Trump's life and his business and his entire family. She said that uh, New York State was going to sue school districts that did not allow the children of illegal immigrants into the schools. Now, the thing in New York is... New York City schools got shut down like March 13th, 2020. They were out that whole semester. They were out most of the entire next year. There were policies in place where if your kid got exposed to COVID, then they couldn't go to school for two weeks. And there was like some whole testing regimen, which we went through like a half a dozen times. My kid was never in school. It was a, a disaster. So you have all of these kids in New York, a lot of whom are poor already, a lot of whom have English as a second language, who are already behind. They're behind in maths. They're behind in science and reading and everything already behind. Now you're throwing in a bunch of kids who have made some like ridiculously difficult trek all through South America to get here who are also behind. They haven't been in school and they also don't speak English. So what's going to happen to the citizens, the the citizen children of New York? They're supposed to inherit this city. They're supposed to like, you know, keep the lights on, keep it going all night as, you know, as the the story of New York goes. Um, and they're not going to have a chance and the state is going to make sure they don't have a chance. That's their goal. And not to mention on the school thing, the New York, the school officials admitted before the school year started that if you were basically a migrant child and you were entering the school system, you did not have to provide proof of immunization the way that Americans do. For anything. Have, for and then anything. there's tuberculosis at the border. Right. What's so. going on? That Like, why are we so obsessed with destroying our own country and destroying our own kids chance to succeed, you know, and then telling immigrants like you don't even have to be American. 
if the immigrants who are coming in do not decide to be American and take up our cultural values, which who even knows what they are at this point, then the nation is screwed. Look what's going on in France and Sweden yeah. and all of these places. Well, the Visigoths. Well, <laughs> here we go again. I know. Roman I know, Empire. Know. Uh, uh, there is a solution, my friends. There is a solution for all of us. Is there? And that solution's name is Cenk Uger. Ladies and gentlemen, Mediaite reports, Cenk Uger is so frustrated by Biden's lagging poll numbers that he's staffing up for a 2024 run. Yes, Cenk Uger may be the man to Our save savior. this nation. Our savior. If he runs and wins the nomination, he will defeat Donald Trump and be our president. Actually, he won't beat Trump. I doubt he'll win the nomination, but I'm going to say something that will shock and possibly offend many people. I would vote for Cenk Uger if Donald Trump is so okay, hold on. <laughs> on my list on my list of, of candidates if, if 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 we have to vote for a Democrat, if your only option was like Mitt Romney, Joe Biden, or Cenk Uger, Cenk Uger all the way. If if the nomination uh in the Republican Party doesn't go to Trump, Ron DeSantis is like a begrudging for me. It's like, well, okay, you know, like I well, well DeSantis is is perfectly acceptable. The fake is better. But if somehow for some reason you got like a Mike Pence in the nomination, let's say they just arrest everybody, I'd vote for Jake. And there's one reason. One, he's a buffalo. Well, I mean, call him whatever you want, but he's anti. He's 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 a, he's, he's detrimental to the system to a certain degree that I'm willing to accept. I don't like his policies. I think his worldview is broken. I think he lies a lot. But much much anything to get rid of the uniparty corporate garbage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we'll figure it after the fact. I have advocated. I've said the left, they should vote for Donald Trump. See, I I, uh, I, I take issue with the anything to get rid of the, the corporate uniparty. I'm not that it's a, a comment of support, but those idiot... Uh, commies? Commies. The, the, <laughs> the MAGA communist people, they want to get rid of the uniparty. They talk about, you know, getting rid of BlackRock. And, the, and while... Those ideas are good. I do like the idea of having, you know, having less corporate power affecting people's lives and, and affecting legislation and stuff. If your option is, you know, technocratic fascist authoritarianism, which is what a communist state would be, I still would rather have the the I would rather have the status quo than communists with a with a, a chip in my brain. But but I don't think Jenk Huger brings that about. I mean, it may not, but he he doesn't he doesn't do anything to hinder it. He doesn't stop it. and He doesn't slow it down. I my my, my you know. I'm looking for off ramps, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, if it was Mike Pence and Joe Biden, and then use an option for Jenk Uger with like a reasonable shot to win, I I I could I'd probably be close to like not voting at all. Fair enough. However, I I think there is something with Jenk that is that is substantially better than than the uniparty neolib neocon warmongering eat the bugs world economic forum garbage all that stuff. The question is is Jenk Uger in line with these world economic forum views climate change etc. That being the case, that's where you run into okay this is why we can't vote for this guy. He's too much in line with these negatives. Yeah, anyone that's anyone that is believes in the the predictions of the climate change alarmists they are there whether they intend it or not they would fall into the group of people that would end up 
you know. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But destroying the world to they save. They were occupying destroying. Kevin McCarthy's office today. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, th- those people would destroy humanity to save the world. That's what they, mm-hmm. would, th- they would say they would my, do. My view know? is like the left hates Donald Trump. Yeah. And they say all these things about him. A lot of these things are wrong. But Trump shatters the Uniparty. He, he freaks them out. He caught, he sows discord within this machine that the left also hates. So I, I my attitude was like, if you've got Trump or Biden, the left should be voting for Donald Trump because Trump destabilizes the corporate uniparty. And you're not getting somebody you want, but you are causing damage to the empire, to the cathedral. Yep. So that's why I like Trump. Trump yep. happens to align more so with my views. I've agreed with a lot of the decisions he's taken. I think he's got his faults. Cenk Uger doesn't, but as much as I don't like his views... I think, in not the same way, I think Trump is better. Jenk is an outsider smashing into the corporate uniparty. He tries to be involved. They hate his guts. They smeared him. They made up lies about him. And then he got mad. Now he's trying to run. I'm not saying it's a perfect scenario. I'm just saying, look, man, you know, may- maybe I made the mistake with AOC. That's for sure. I said she's better than the uniparty establishment people. I think that's probably the case in some some ways. And it's hard to know because Crowley, who she defeated back in, was it 2018? We've not seen what he would have done with mm-hmm. COVID and everything else. Mm-hmm. I think as he's awful, but I still kind of believe she's probably better than Crowley would have been. Because Crowley is uniparty, corporate lib, march in lockstep. At the very least, AOC teams up with Matt Gates to get mm-hmm. to stop insider trading in Congress. And she's also easy to make a fool of. <laughs> well, there you go, I guess. Like I'm looking for I'm looking for wins. I'm not, I'm more reformer than revolutionary. I'm trying to say, I, I, I hope we don't have civil war. I hope we don't fall into mass conflict. But look, man, you've got angry people in this country. It's not going to be solved by whatever the corporate uniparty is doing. That being said, Jack is not going to be president. He's not going to be the nominee. And He's book it's, not a, it's not a real circumstance where anyone would vote for him. But, but if he was elected, we'd have really angry horses. We can count on that. For uh, sure, right? No, you'd have very happy horses. Very happy. Oh, happy, okay. Happy horses. Yeah, very, very happy. Yeah, he'll Gross. never live that one down, dude. <laughs> no. So check, check this out. Do you guys remember this? And look, I'm trying, I'm, I, I, uh, I try to give Jank as much uh, credit as I can. And, and, and for the folks that don't know who he is, I assume everybody did. That's why he's the host and founder of the Young Turks. Very popular, prominent, progressive uh, uh, news and commentary on social media. Used to be on MSNBC. So he's a, he's a prominent guy. He's got, he's got millions of followers. Not popular with Armenians. No, certainly not. Oh, certainly not. And he doesn't want to drop that name, the Young Turks, which basically is akin to saying the Hitler Youth. But yeah. we have this from CNN. They say Sanders retracts endorsement of controversial congressional candidate. This is crazy. Bernie Sanders withdrew his endorsement of Cenk Uger after pushback from supporters over Uger's previous controversial comments, as well as his, his decision not to accept endorsements. So even Bernie was like, yeah, we're not going to endorse this guy. Jenks got this video that, that, he, that he's not going to live down. And I, I, it is, it's, it's, it's a silly video, but we have to bring it up because it matters. It's from 10 years ago, I think, where he talks about how if, he's, if he was the benevolent dictator of the world, he would legalize giving pleasure to animals abruptly <laughs> That's just so weird abruptly and for no reason he says it his crew starts laughing and he's like well how did we get here look my point is and it's like maybe this guy shouldn't be president 
Maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Right. So, so I guess I'll say this. When it comes to a Jenk Uger type as president, my more to the point is I'm not making a substantive claim over who he is and what he would do. It's more so the idea of any outsider is better than the corporate establishment garbage. Upon closer inspection, I got to say, man, like, I don't know how you escape having said something like that. Well, my question immediately is after he said something like that, my question is, what's putting this in your is this something that you are doing in your spare time are you pleasuring your <laughs> yeah, animals this man's hard drive what yeah. is going on or even Makes not you the mm-hmm. you know like there was that guy that was was he like a UPenn professor or something oh, or Penn yeah. State Penn he State like, went professor. out in the woods with his dog he was going out in the woods with his dog and <sighs> then and then uh and engaging in lovemaking with his dog and then someone there was there was, a, there was, was a, four, and he a trail was camera filling it he was filming it himself <laughs> And there was he? Was, no, I, I thought there was a trail camera that filmed him. Yeah, that like, was someone, it. And yeah, it was no. over a period of years. They, they, there was a trail camera installed that caught him. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I you know, look, I don't care. It's, it's, it's messed up stuff. Don't do it. Right. It that's, that's really disgusting. Yeah. But I'm sorry, man. I don't see Jenk Uger being president because the moment he runs, <laughs> that is the only thing Republicans will run, and it will be massively damaging to Democrats across the board. Yeah. I, I'll say right now, the fact that Jenk Uger says. He has to run against Biden because Biden will lose and he's got the best chance or he's got he's he's no one else will do it. I think you're already going to see attack ads where they played this video of Jen Huger advocating abruptly and without prompt. Yeah, no prompt for giving pleasure to horses. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it, I'm sorry, man. I, I don't I, I, I don't like bringing this stuff up because it's much. like it doesn't get to the substance of a progressive argument. No, no. But, but in terms did, of in terms of politics. He's going to be asked on a debate stage, Mr. Uger, you've previously stated that you want to legalize the act of giving giving animals sexual gratification. Where do you stand on this now? And he's never going to live that down. No. No, and I nor should he really. I mean, he did say that on camera live for no apparent reason. No one asked him. Other than it was in it's his weird. mind. That's and if weird. it was in his mind at that moment, Makes I mean, you when wonder. you think weird things, like a lot of times you don't say the weird things you think unless you keep thinking them. I think, I think the they've worst- They've been normalized in your own head. The worst thing I've said without prompt is that I would consider voting for Jenk Uger. I was pretty weird. Yeah. Was, I don't know if you're going to live that down. I think we should- Well, no, like, but but I can clarify. My point is basically I despise the corporate warmongering establishment so much that I, I'll tell you I'll tell you one thing. I believe Jenk Uger would save Julian Assange. Yeah. And there's yeah. things there's Okay, there you go. Thank you very much. It, that's, that's good. That's basically like what I mean, sort of. I don't think he would be good for this country. I don't think his policies make sense. I think he is woefully ignorant on many, many issues and the animals things really gross. I'm just saying it it's it says a lot to everybody listening, considering what he said, that I think he would still probably be a better option than say like Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, or Mitt Romney. Because mm-hmm. I think these people are like the apex of evil. Well, Mitt None Romney of, is a Jenk Uger would not give us World War Three. I don't think. None of the people that you listed are are going to have a different outlook than Jenk on climate change. That's you know? the, and that's and so, true. But I don't think Jenk Uger goes to war. Yep. And I think he he pardons Julian Assange. I yep. think there's a lot of there's certain overlapping victories we get. I think he he would he would push for things like no insider trading in Congress. And 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 if 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 you don't trust the guy, if only because his base wants these things. Mm. That, like it's 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 important to point out like. I really do think the, the the pardoning and restoring of Julian Assange is is extremely extremely important because what, what people need to understand and 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 Julian needs to be in the news more. He's not in the news yeah. enough. 
but it's hard because it's like you can only say the story so many times. The U.S. government took it upon itself to arrest and detain a non-citizen for the act of journalism and then basically lock him up for going on, you know, more than a decade. Mm-hmm. We can't allow a standard like that to exist. Right. Yep. So there's, there's a lot that I'd be willing to accept if it like gave us certain ground, you know, but I got to say, man, the, you know, if you haven't seen the video of Jen talking about horses, I'm sorry, dude, but you're never living that one down. It's, yeah. it's just like he says, if I was the benevolent dictator, Nay, I would legalize. It down. And it's just like. Name means name, man. It's just weird that I'm imagining this guy getting elected and he's sitting down in the Oval Office and then he's like, and then his advisor's like, what's your first order of business, sir? And he's like signing an executive order that you can, you know. I'll yeah. keep it family friendly, but you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> crazy part is that these leave your animals very excited. Yeah. Like, why? What are you doing? Why are you? It's crazy. So it's it's an act of Congress, act. by the way. Yeah. Well, and he ran for Congress too, and I'm kind of worried yeah. about what he's gonna what he's gonna propose. Yeah. You know, I do. I, and it's just you know, I don't know. Whatever. You get the point. <laughs> Congratulations. He'll run. We'll see what happens. The Assange thing is like what Russia is doing with that Wall Street Journal journalist who's yeah. still locked up. But he was in their country. Yeah. The U.S used an international network to apprehend Julian Assange on false rape charges. Yeah. I shouldn't even say rape. They weren't even rape charges. Yeah. It was, it was a, uh, false it was, assault. No, it was, um, it was like a lesser sexual assault charge based on like a, a ripped condom or something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the women apparently said, why is he being arrested? This is not what we asked for. The women were, were trying to get it like an STD test or something. It was like a consensual encounter where the woman got concerned about her health and wanted him to get tested and asked the police, could he be compelled? And then they immediately ran and arrested him. Mm-hmm. He was in the UK. He then says, this is a trick. And it was a trick because they dropped the, the case and said there was never a case in the first place. But then the US said, do not release him. And they they kept him. Yeah. And then they raided and arrested him. So uh, yeah, and anybody who's going to start fixing some of that stuff, that's, that's creepy, horrible, evil stuff. And uh, I guess you take the horse guy over over Joe Biden. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think honestly that let's just say any let's say it was Trump or RFK that actually wanted to do it? They really wanted to rescue, release, and and in a way rescue Julian Assange. Trump would, wouldn't do it. Okay. RFK let's say would. let's say, RF, or let's say yeah. RFK ordered it. Well, we saw what happened when Trump ordered a troop a troop withdrawal from Syria, and they just yep. said, no. <laughs> Do yeah, you think but, that they really, like the, the deep state, you know, the swamp would allow it? Yes. They would. Yeah, there's a big difference between withdrawing our troops from Syria and letting a guy to jail. Mm-hmm. When they, what they did with Trump and the Syrian troops is they lied and said that it was done. And how do you check? You know what I mean? You, you get the paperwork and it says it's done. You're like, okay, good. With Julian Assange, you're going to be like, okay, bring him to my office. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, uh, well, he went to Kentucky. And it's like, uh, well, then go get him. Yeah, go get him. That's- so, yep. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot harder. But man, yeah, uh, I do hope. That if Donald Trump gets elected, Ross Ulbricht, uh, uh, Julian Assange, and um, Edward Snowden mm-hmm. are are parted or receive commutations. And there's there's probably a whole bunch more people who are deserving as well. Uh, Edward Snowden, I'm not the biggest fan of, but I do think it's time he comes home and just lives a normal life. I don't think he should go rot in jail for what he did. But he's it, there's a huge oh. difference between Assange and Snowden. She can't run. He was born in Istanbul. Yeah. What? He was born in Istanbul, Turkey. Oh. Immigrated with his family when he was when he was eight. He wasn't born to like uh, military parents or something? Um that's no, it says immigrated. No. Huh? So then wow. he can't. So I don't so I don't know what this is. Something. Then what is this fake news? I have no idea. That is fake news. Someone pointed that out on Twitter. Thank you very much. Uh who is it? It's uh that Yeah, look wish. at this. Like he yeah. he sat down and did an interview where he talked about he might have to do it because no one else will. So what? 
You can't, man. So this is just him lying? That's like the people who are saying I got Elon a book Musk coming out. It's, uh, yeah. it's just a play for, for the book. Wow, and man. Elon Musk These, can't be I'm sorry, either. dude. These people are evil. That sucks. Yeah. Unless he's going to come out and be like, no, actually, his mom's American or something. But okay. even if your mom's American, even like, if you're born out of the country, yeah, there's there's rules about that. Yeah, I don't know. You can't be even French American. Although yeah, wasn't definitely. wasn't John McCain born in Panama? But he was born. He was born. born to, he was born on a, a, on a base. On a base. That's, that's different. U.S. territory. Yeah, that's yeah. different. Yeah. He was born on who was John McCain. Right, 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 right. But he's American. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, like your parents are American. You're American. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 Vivek was talking about Fourteenth Amendment stuff. He's completely right. Do you, where, where do you stand on that on the birthright citizenship stuff? Uh, it needs to be ended immediately. It's, it's, it's yeah. fake. It's like a fake it's interpretation. Real. It's not what anyone anyone meant mm -hmm. when when they when they drafted the birthright citizenship. Right. The idea that Chinese nationals will artificially inseminate will get a surrogate mother in in California. <clears throat> Who then gives birth to a, ch a chi to a Chinese child, mm -hmm. Chinese nationals, that has American citizenship? It's like, okay, okay, come on, man, we are being exploited here. Yeah, we mm -hmm. are definitely being exploited. There's very few countries that have uh, birthright citizenship. I think Brazil is one. Most European countries do not have that, including mm -hmm. France, which of course is leading to some big problems there that they have. Um, but the U.S. is one of the only ones in the country. I think there's like four or five. I think that the the I didn't know about the argument against uh, the or, or the argument against birthright citizenships the way that that Vivek laid it out until last night. I wasn't mm -hmm. aware. Like I, I just right. had never heard that argument before. Mm -hmm. I'd heard people talk about the 14th Amendment. I'd never heard anyone explain it. And I never mm -hmm. went and did the research myself to figure out exactly the details and stuff. And to be honest with you, it is compelling. You know, if you are here illegally, then. You know, if and you're born to parents that are here illegally, then you're not subject to all the the, the laws right. of the United States. You you don't ha you're not supposed to be able to get a job. Right. You know, you're, you're not illegally. you're not supposed to be paying taxes. You're illegal. Well, there's that's what that's what that whole DACA thing yeah. is about. Yeah. So you know, to me, it's compelling, and I I, there I think also it's a good is argument. like if you I mean that's sort of why if you're deporting entire <clears throat> families, that's one thing. But like if you are allowing illegal immigrants to stay. Yeah. And then they go all the way through high school and discover that they have no, absolutely no status. Yeah. That's really bad. Yeah. That's really yep. dangerous, mm -hmm. you know? And we're not doing anything to not rebuild fair. or to like help stabilize the countries that are sending people, you know, which I don't think we have much of an obligation to do outside of the Americas even at all. But in the Americas, you had Kamala Harris, who was supposed to be the um, border czar. And then she was like, no, no, I'm not the border czar. I'm actually just dealing with these Northern Triangle countries. Um, and the idea, and then they started sending all of these messages like, don't come now. We're going to help you. We're going to bring in American corporations to create stuff. jobs and all that yeah. stuff. And they didn't do any of that. They yep. just didn't. They just didn't do it. She shirked her responsibility at the border. She shirked her responsibility with regard to the thing that her staff said was her job. Um, and nothing's going on there. So you also have the people who are the most entrepreneurial leaving those countries and coming here, which is yeah. going to further destabilize those nations. The people that the people that are leaving their home country are probably the ones that should be staying there should be sticking around. because they're likely the ones that are most capable to help fix their own countries. Right. Again, mm -hmm. if you look at the people coming across the border in the South, it's it's not mostly families. It's mostly, it's young, mostly men. young men. And to be honest with you, if I understand correctly, like the people that are coming from South America, it's not. It's not like 95% people from South America. There are people no. coming from all over the world. There's a lot through... of like Africa yeah. and stuff. <clears throat> there, and I've, the heard, I've heard stories of Chinese. Chinese. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, and that means it's a security issue. China yeah, is, 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 an, is an unquestionably 
our biggest rival in the world, right? That's right. the biggest the biggest geopolitical rival we have is China. If there are Chinese nationals coming in, you don't know if they're if they're actually trying to escape China or if they're coming here as uh you know for 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 um, industrial espionage or whatever. But there is industrial espionage going on that we that the government has a responsibility to protect American companies from. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and if they're abdicating their responsibility and they have for you know, the better part of the past decade, at least probably longer. Mm-hmm. So we had uh, Michael Yan on recently on Infowars on the Alex Jones show. And he um, he is one of the best uh, reporters, period, especially on conflict. And, I saw and, some of his, I think, Darien Gap stuff. Yes, he spent a lot of time at the Darien Gap. And the Darien is, of course, where so many are coming through on their way to the U.S. And that gets no coverage from the U.S. media at all. Yeah. But um, he's very familiar with uh, with the situation down there. And he brought uh, Chinese interpreters down with him. Uh, that spoke multiple Chinese dialects. And he said that it was his opinion based on the people that they talked to that a lot of the Chinese coming through were military or were uh, connected with the Chinese government um, just based on their the way that they communicated, the way that they were dressed, the way that they were um, behaving in many ways. And so his opinion was that many coming through that are Chinese are, are military coming into the U.S. That's not a good, wow. that's not a good situation at all. I was seeing um, some reporting from, I think, Real America's Voice the other day, and they were down, they were like down somewhere. I don't remember where it was because I'm not super familiar with that geography. But they counted like, I think, a hundred boats coming through that pass going north in just an hour. It was like these long skinny boats and they would like yell out, where are you from? Where are you from? And it was a lot of Africa. It was a lot of Venezuela. And we kind of helped destroy Venezuela. You know what I mean? And now we're going to try and do the same thing to Brazil. Yeah. The vast majority that have been coming through Eagle Pass are coming from Venezuela. Well, Venezuela destroyed itself. Yeah. yeah say, it Maduro and, and Chavez had a lot to do with. Well, uh, sure. Yep. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we had our, our reporter, we have a correspondent that works at the border on the Mexican side. He, he lives in Mexico. And a few days before Eagle Pass really popped off, his his report that he dropped was that hundreds were arriving on top of the trains, as we now know. The beast. The beast. And yeah. that's been going on for a long time, but this was a new surge, a new rush. And uh, he said the vast majority of them, his estimate was 90% were Venezuelans. Uh, mm-hmm. Many of them are families coming with children now. Yeah. And they're riding on top of these trains and arriving by the thousands now and pouring into Eagle Pass and, of course, other crossings. Well, as well. I, uh, you know, I've always opposed colonization. You know, these these colonials, we can't uh, <laughs> we can't have that. You know what I mean? Coming here and settling on lands where you're not welcome. That's colonization. Bringing yeah. their blankets with tuberculosis on them. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's jump to the story from the post-millennial. Three cases, I think it was now. Well, we have this been more have... than that over the... We got this story for the post-millennial. Biden thanks DeSantis for saying Trump is to blame for inflation. DeSantis gains little from bashing the front runner for the Republican nomination. Biden gains everything. So we saw this last night. It's an article by Libby Emmons. That's so right. I had fun writing this one. Why don't you talk? I, I had fun writing this one. Uh, I said it all in the article. Yeah, so I, I, Jack Sobic and I were talking about this this morning because he put out this tweet and he was the one who showed me that uh, Biden sharing this clip of DeSantis last night at the debate um, Biden using basically what DeSantis said as a campaign, uh, a campaign ad. So you have DeSantis go out there. He's bashing Trump. Trump should be here on the stage. You know, basically just insulted that Trump isn't there to take him seriously. And blamed Republicans for the inflation. Blamed which is Republicans for inflation. Correct. Blamed Trump for inflation. Said that Trump adding seven point eight trillion dollars to the national debt while he was in office is what leads to inflation. Now, well, you know. 
When Trump left office, inflation was at 1.4%. By December 2022, it was, I think, at 6.5. Right now, it's at like Mm 3.67. So Biden is saying, oh, it's better than it was. But it's only better than it was after he jacked it up ridiculously. And it's still twice as high as it was when Trump was in office. And the national debt, like adding, if you scroll down, you could see the numbers of the national debt. Like there's large numbers. Uh, Trump brought the national debt up to like 32 trillion something up from 32 trillion something. Now it's over 33 trillion. So, you know, and it's also hard to get these numbers. Like I was digging around trying to find the national debt numbers. And it's like just these continuous clicking clocks of money just getting spent constantly. Well, wait, this, this, this math doesn't add up. Trump, Does it not add up? No, it doesn't. Trump added 7.8 trillion, uh-huh. bringing the national debt to 32.5 trillion from 32.5 trillion. Uh, 32.5. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 534. Those are billions. Yeah, so the well, trillion. Well, that's my screw up. I apologize. But the numbers are I so also, large that it's hard to I also failed like, at helping my But I would, li- I would like to say, things. first and foremost, Donald Trump has some responsibility for inflation. That's a fact. Uh, however, when it came to the spending, it was not just Donald Trump who did it. It was all of Congress. It was governors. And basically everybody but a small handful of people like Thomas Massey were in favor of this massive spending because of the COVID crisis. That being said... If you, uh, there was an economic chart we pulled up a long time ago. I know it's been a while. You can find it. The moment Joe Biden starts signing executive orders, we see a massive explosion in inflation and a decrease in wages. And so this is, you they, 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 You can look at the, 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 uh, the charts tracking inflation. Biden gets elected. It's fine. Biden signs a bunch of executive orders. It starts skyrocketing. Whatever it is he was reversing and changed had a bigger impact on just the debt. Ron DeSantis, it was a gaffe to come out and accuse Donald Trump of simply because of the debt, it's his fault. He's so desperate to throw tomatoes at Trump that he's fueling Joe Biden's talking points. Don't do it, man. It's just, it's not even that strong of a talking point. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but, but also, you know, make this it easy is, for Biden. you know, this is going to be a Biden campaign ad. And, you know, it's going to come out of the White House and it's going to be on the debate stage when Biden and Trump face off again. Um, Yeah. And also, you know, the amount of the national debt is that Biden is spending is more than Trump and I think Obama combined, you know, as well as his number of executive orders is more than Trump. So it is pretty shocking that this is what they're doing. And they're doing it because they can't stand that they don't have a shot against this man. Well, the money supply is decreasing tremendously and rapidly. <laughs> y'all, y'all are going to be in for a wild ride, man. If you look at this one, let me see. Can I make this uh, more visible? This is the M1 money stock. This is the, this is like, this is the billions of dollars in circulation. And you can see around COVID it went. It went up a lot. Well, this is because they turned savings accounts into checking accounts, yeah. which is insane. Yeah. And then after that, it just keeps going up and up. And then it's it starts fall. dropping 
yeah, precipitously. Not a, not a good thing to turn. No, like yeah, none of this very, is good. Skyrocketing up and then and then starting to drop yeah. off. It's almost the worst thing you could do in this situation. Instability is yeah. the problem. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, thanks, Joe Biden. You know, I don't do much Thanks, shopping at brick and mortars besides the grocery store. But when I visit my grandmother, she likes to go out and take me to buy a shirt or something like that. And we went to, uh, she lives in Miami, we went to a, a Ross the other day. And we walked in and the line was 50 people deep Whoa. In, on the middle Jesus. of a weekday. At a well, Ross? Well, because there's no one there. There's no one working. No one working. That's yeah. definitely fair. Um, but the amount of people that were there purchasing and were intent on purchasing because they didn't mind waiting in line was insane. So we went next door to TJ Maxx instead. The line was even longer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we said, not even going to deal with it. We'll go to the mall tomorrow. And so we did. And the mall was just packed with yep. people buying stuff. Mm -hmm. And she said, and she's very intuitive about this stuff. She said, everybody's using credit cards. I said, absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. And people are shopping like drunken sailors, mm -hmm. even though there's just no way that they're, you know, funding this uh <laughs> in a manner that they can that is sustainable for them or for the economy i mean it's mm -hmm. the, what uh, american credit card debt just passed a trillion dollars for the yeah. first time like last month right yeah, yeah it's really I, bad I, I don't see how biden wins the economy is in a weird place like the numbers are all weird. over the place yeah weird <laughs> yeah. because you've got some metrics that seemingly are good giving the press uh, an open door to be like look how great the economy is yeah. meanwhile regular people can't buy groceries and so you're I'm getting sure. conflicting messages the, you, you get one person saying, no, no, these numbers are good. These are bad. I'm not a finance guy. It's in a weird place. People are struggling and living paycheck to paycheck and credit card debt is through the roof. Student loans are probably going to implode soon. Joe Biden can't think straight. Democrats don't like him. How does this guy run? Uh, he's got to drop out. I don't well, think that's that... what Newsom is is here for. Yeah, well, should I, I mean, go on and predict it now or what? That I mean, I don't think that the average person, again, we I talked about... Um, you know, luxury beliefs earlier today. I think that the average person is detached from the problems. Um, or, you know, if they're not directly affecting them, I don't think that they 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 believe that the problems are real for other people. And I think that if if that people tend to put their head in the sand and try to hide from the problems as much as they can. People don't want to hear, oh, this is bad. People don't want to hear, oh, that's bad. And I really think that people will say, well, if we just vote for the people that say they're going to make it nice and we don't vote for the bad people then it'll be okay the the american the average american that doesn't pay close attention to you know alternative news or anything that pays attention to regular news they truly believe and they're fed the same propaganda all the time that the quote unquote deplorables are actually a major threat to the United States that the the deplorables and, and Donald Trump or or Republicans, because it doesn't matter that it's Trump, it, mm -hmm. like as much as people will will glob onto Trump and say he's the guy. It doesn't matter that it's Trump. It's someone that has an agenda that is opposed to the establishment. So if it were Vivek to get into the position of running, they would slime Vivek in the exact same way that they've slimed Donald Trump. It probably wouldn't stick as well because Vivek is a different guy, but still they would use all of the same. Well, they've been planning, they've been doing that with DeSantis, right? Yeah. Like as soon as DeSantis says anything, they're like, oh, he's a white supremacist. The, yeah, there he's were, there are Nazis know, terrible, in Florida. Yeah. He's and so just, that's DeSantis's fault. Yes. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, a bunch of those guys came down from Maine, from what I understand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's they are going to smear DeSantis. And so that what that ended up doing was it took that whole DeSantis is more electable argument and it sort of showed that to be false because whoever is put out on the GOP yeah. stage is going to be painted with the broad brush of 
you know, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, and white supremacy and privilege. And the average person that wants the drama to stop doesn't realize that the drama is created by the left for a reason. Mm -hmm. they, there were tons of people that say, oh, it's it, it was Donald Trump or whatever, but it's dialectics. It is a dialectical movement yeah. created by the left. The left creates the problem, then they offer the solution right. that moves the society to, in the direction that they want. Liberalism well, doesn't pretty, do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty interesting too because i was watching the bill o'reilly tucker carlson interview mm -hmm. on on x and i was telling you guys about it before the show it was really fascinating to watch because these are two guys who have been doing news from a conservative network for years both of whom lost their jobs at that network because they you know we don't know why bill o'reilly lost his job but because they seem to have gone too far or whatever and have ended up migrating to independent media they were talking about independent media, which was fascinating because, you know, here we are, we do independent media. Um, but they were also talking about how we are in an age of like discord. Yeah. How we're in an age where things are getting all screwed up um, and that you have the progressive left is in bed with the press. So the press is pushing all of this stuff and regular Americans who don't tend to, you know, believe that they're being lied to necessarily are looking at this and saying like, oh, I'm going to believe the New York Times and the Washington Post and NPR just like an NBC and CBS just like I always did. And suddenly these things are actually not telling you the truth. I was on a BBC radio show the other day and we were talking about free speech and freedom of the press. And it was like, as regards Russell Brand, because they're super obsessed with Russell Brand in the UK, and I'm just super obsessed with free speech. Um, and so we were talking about it, and they were like, it's so important. We were talking about how that group of MPs, who they were very clear to tell me was not the British government. I was like, it's a group of MPs. Yeah. Like, they're MPs. They're in your parliament, right? Like, if they're in your parliament, that's the government. Like, that is yeah. the government. Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be Rishi Sunak necessarily, like, going out there and doing it. So we we're talking about the letter that got written to um, streaming platforms to say, hey, are you going to demonetize Russell Brand just like YouTube did? And they were saying, oh, their argument is that they weren't telling them to demonetize. And it's like, <laughs> oh, sure. You know, honey, would you like to wipe, wipe the chocolate off of your face or do you want to just leave it there? It's like, oh, mom, I'm going to wipe it off my face, you know. Yeah. So it's very clear that I think they were telling them to demonetize Russell yeah. Brand and to start violating free speech norms. Um, but what the other journalists were telling me, the prime, these British journalists, were that someone needs to be in charge. Someone needs to determine what's mis misinformation. And That's I was ridiculous. like, who should be in charge? You guys? Should you guys be in charge? Because as soon as like someone who disagrees with you is in charge, they're gonna start saying that everything you believe is true is fake. Mm. So you're, you're not, first of all, you're not thinking long-term here. Second of all, it's just this incessant belief in the expert class. Yep. of people who what went to the right schools and the right schools have beclowned themselves and don't even have, you know, are not even worth the degrees that they're giving out anymore. So I think there really is, um, there really needs to be sort of a cultural awakening and people need to realize that the press is in bed with the progressive left. They're telling you what they want you to think so that they can continue to destroy society and try and remake it in I'm gonna some mention it different way. I'm gonna mention it again. The Smith-Munt Modernization Act of 2012 made it legal for the federal government, the United States federal government, to produce propaganda for dissemination in the United States that happened at the same time that the smartphone reached market saturation. Yeah. So everybody had the internet in their pocket. The most 
most powerful mind control device ever devised was built into your smartphone. The like button will make people behave in crazy ways. Everybody that listens to the mainstream media, the corporate media, and gets their news from it, you are all being propagandized. Let's jump to the uh, economic stuff because we got this story out of the Daily Mail. Fool's gold. Expert questions whether Costco's $1,945 one ounce gold bars are really a good deal. As shoppers rush to snap them up amid rampant inflation and bank failures. I'm a gold bug, so I say yes. So uh, Costco started selling gold bars. Customers can buy two per shopping session or whatever you'd call it. And they sold out. And uh, uh, what I heard was people are buying them because they're getting cash back on their credit cards. And that 2%, that's money. You then sell it at, at, a, at a smaller loss or something. Like you can sell it for a 1% loss, but you make 2% off the credit cards. That's what people are doing. But a lot of people are just point flat out saying they want gold right now because the economy is going to implode. So I, I don't, whatever the reason may be, when you hear that there's a run on gold among regular people, that's scary. I'm kind of worried about that. It's no, not mentioning. Now, I got to say, I have silver, I have gold, I have crypto. I am not worried in the sense that I will be done harm because I already bought gold. I'm going to be worried about what the other people are going to do when they can't get any. Yeah. When, that's what, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you can't get it. They're running out. There, there, are, there are other things for that. Well, I'm not, <laughs> I, I, de depending on the degree of conflict this country faces, depending on how bad things get, People misunderstand what the value of gold is. The value of gold is a hard asset that is not being replicated. Mm -hmm. It's it's hard to produce, so it retains its value. Yeah. However, gold's been floating around this, the same price for quite a while. It's just like, you know, you if you're living in the United States, it's good to have gold. It's it's good to hedge your bets against the US dollar, all, all that stuff, because gold is worth something, right? Mm -hmm. But in the event of like a total social breakdown, I got I, I'm sorry, like, what are you going to do with gold? That was what I was thinking too. You're gonna bring your gold, your one ounce gold bar for two grand to a burger shop and be like, "Can you make change?" Meanwhile, nobody's gonna be at the burger shop. No one will mm. be working at the burger shop. No, I mean, I think there will be. Uh, just because social order breaks down doesn't mean there's not going to be business. There's so when there was a blackout in New York City in 2003, uh, and it was the like one of the substations sort of blew up, and we could all see like the smoke coming up and. Um, and the, you know, all the lights went out downtown and everyone was like, oh my God, it's 9-11, except it's 2003 now. And uh, we we're walking around. I had my paycheck because we all got evacuated from our buildings. There was no lights on. And I just very quietly like took my paycheck out of the drawer, which eventually I got fired. But um, yeah, because I took my pay and I didn't give anybody else their pay. I was just like, I'm not leaving paydays tomorrow. Yeah. I have all the checks. I'm just taking mine. Oh, wow. Well. Anyway. But so what, you couldn't get McDonald's? What? No, it wasn't that I couldn't get McDonald's. It was that I had trouble cashing my check. Oh, of course. So but I went to a check cashing place and there was a guy in the dark with candles and a shotgun and he cashed my check. Nice. Right. And <laughs> and people need to understand, you look at videos out of Syria during the Civil War and there are people walking to yeah. and from work carrying food and groceries. Mm -hmm. People don't stop living because conflict happens. However, you're not going to carry a gold bar into a McDonald's and be like, yeah, I'll take a number one, uh, supersize the fries and give me a bunch of uh, sweet and sour sauce. And here's one $2,000 gold bar. Can you, can you break that for me? They're going to be like, no. Yeah. They might be taking gold. That's true. Silver coins. Silver coins. So if you, uh, so I I'm not going to tell anybody what to buy, but what I would buy, they have uh, websites where you can buy American silver coins, like actual dimes, nickels, quarters, and bags of them. And 
they it, they like they they actually represent the silver value of them. So if you're if you're trading with something, but I got to be honest, man. When we started trading gold and silver, it was because it was hard enough to get, but easy enough to get. Mm -hmm. Silver, like uh, aluminum was worth more than silver. It was just like, is it real silver? Okay, we'll trade with it. S basing the, the value of the currency on silver is, was, was the, is the same thing. It's, it's no different than putting a serial number on a dollar bill. Basically letting you know it was real. In the event of an actual social breakdown, you know what's, you know, Phil knows what's going to happen. What are you going to buy a cheeseburger with? You you want you want to buy a, a two number ones for you and your girl, and you go to McDonald's. What's I, the currency they're going to take? I can't say on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. I'll say it. It's bullets. <laughs> yeah, but uh, listen, listen. Currently, you can still buy body armor. Night vision is king. Oh, Get guns dude. and ammo. Night vision. People really don't. People need to know this. The what, what, there's two things that make the Americans so dangerous. Air superiority is number one, and I, I could be wrong, but night vision and is a major. Own the night. Yep, I think night vision might be number two. The thing, the thing, people don't realize that if if you if you want to, you can get night vision and you can equip stuff so that way you have infrared lights on your gear and you can see everything, and it is black as night for anyone that doesn't have night vision. Like absolutely no lights. That no one can see any light on you, and you no, are looking around like it's daytime. It's 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 crazy. It so is. I, I got and and real night vision, not the stuff you get on like Amazon, where it's like a camera that just you know. To be to be fair, these low grade bargain bin hundred dollar infrared cameras can help you see at night. So hey, no beef. Better but than nothing. Legit military tech night vision. Well, where would you get is, something like that? They, you can get Crazy. them from TNV, TNVC.com. And if you want to get the good military ones, they're PVS-31s. They're dual tubes. Um, you can see satellites. Yep. No way. You oh, look yeah. in the sky and you see satellites and it's just like, wow. What does that go for? $13,000 was yeah. the wow. one that I got. Well, um, fairly cost prohibitive for they, the average they, person. They, but, uh, maybe, but, uh, maybe, maybe once some other people get their fifth gold you, record, they get <laughs> seven gold you can, bars. <laughs> you can get you can get a you can get a PVS thirty one, which is a single tube. So the mine mine are dual tubes, but you can get a single tube for somewhere around three thousand dollars. So it's like you know it's expensive, but it's something that the average person can afford. Mm -hmm. And know? just one eye. Yeah, one eye, and and that is still way better than nothing. Hunting, hunting, like, it's like, great. Yeah, it's crazy. And again, and I'll say it again, body armor, you can get, you can still buy body armor. There are politicians that are looking to make these things illegal. Yeah, that's so true. So if you can get it, if you can get this stuff, if you can afford it, it's not a bad idea to get it now. Do you so, have a, a, do you know what FRAS is? No. It's a, I forgot what company is, a Safe Life or something, a flexible rifle armor system. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a hexagonal ceramic plates, mm -hmm. yeah. whereas your typical ceramic plate can withstand only one, about one or two rounds, typically one. They, this is what they train us on. They say one round and you're, and it's, if you get hit, like yeah. your armor is no good. The ceramic stuff, because they're all separate plates, they actually can withstand a bit more. Yeah. Still, you don't want to get shot, so we, we recommend company, against avoiding those things. There's a company called Hesco that I that I uh, saw some stuff that has come back from Ukraine recently. Uh, they were advertising, and they were taking full seven six two by thirty one or seven six two by fifty one, which is uh, three oh eight rounds NATO uh, big bullets, very fast, and they're you know wow. they're defeating. That Armor stuff, is getting so. impressive. Armor is impressive. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And it, again. It is available now, and there are people that want, there are politicians that want to make that stuff illegal, so. 
I'm just I'm wondering uh, the extent to which people think the collapse is happening. Right. So obviously we talk about civil war, but civil war. We talk about this wide perspective, which could be it's a cultural battle where people are being arrested and imprisoned. So there is physical violence, but it's not like armies marching. But maybe the high end extreme per- version of that is it does get to like a total social breakdown. I don't know which way it goes. I'm wondering what the average person thinks, because these people who are buying up this gold like crazy ain't listening to this show. Some of them are for sure. But we're talking about Costco selling out gold bars. Yep. That's way bigger than anything we can do or yeah, influence. Yeah. Yep. So regular people are looking at something and being like, I got to buy gold. Yeah. That's kind of worrying to me. Yep. Confidence breaking down in the system. I'm, I bet it's the well, flash all, mobs. They're all, Trump getting also, arrested. Uh, there's also like a ton of gold advertising on alternative media like real america's voice recently yeah i feel like There's that's like, always been but, a thing though but listen listen look 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 companies look at you look at some of these the, like this this lady right saying, here like, on that, tiktok awareness yo i don't think this lady and i'm and i'm and i'm not trying to be discriminatory here based on what she looks like or anything like that but i i would be willing to bet it is not that likely that she's listening to Infowars, tim cast uh-huh. even crowder or whatever whoever else has got gold commercials ben shapiro right? i have a really good friend who i've had since college uh, who is very lefty, very liberal. She's open-minded though. I mean, she's not like one of these people who's just like, I can't talk to you. She's buying up gold like nuts. She has been for a couple of years. Wow. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know who else is and buying she gold? Has a, and she has like a good job and money and You know land. who else is buying lots of gold? She's also started a- China. Yeah. Really? China's o- opened a whole bunch of these we buy golds throughout the United States. She's also started planting her own food. She's like getting kind wow. of freaked out. Yeah. You if, and, and she's thing, a total normie. I mean, she's yeah. not exactly totally normie because she's my friend. She's kind of weirdo, but like <laughs> compared to me, she's sort of normal. The, another thing is people don't realize that like outside of the United States, if you go to Saudi Arabia, if you're in in the Middle East, there are vending machines that you can buy gold bars in. Wow, yep. you know, like vending machines. Vending machines. You'll, they'll be like whether they're like tiny, ten, you know, tenth of an ounce or whatever. Like ATM, or, but. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I I, I assume weird. I don't know what they're what they're like. I I've got they, friends they that have, look like yeah. Yeah, I've got friends that have gone over and told me they're like, and my friend has bought actual gold from the vending machines. It is normal to consider gold a store of value outside of the U.S. America, we're so mm-hmm. used to you know just looking well, we at trust dollars. The dollar, exactly. But other countries and and other societies where the value of currency sometimes fluctuates or has gone crazy and stuff. And also in the Middle East, they've always been very interested in tangible assets and stuff like that, if I understand correctly. So it's not strange to be like, yo, I'm going to get gold. And another thing, people think when I buy gold, it's like, I'm going to buy gold. And then I'm like, oh, I'm out of the money. It's when you buy gold, you're not out of the money. Yeah, you just you just have gold yeah. now. Change it's like putting it into it's like putting it into a really safe bank. What about well, diamonds? Is, Do diamonds have any I don't, value? Personally, no, I don't like jewels. I don't think diamonds have any value, right? Like, they're haven't really people common. stopped buying diamonds? Because well, they, they're manufactured now. Yeah, yeah. so it's like there's just no. I mean, I'm not telling anyone what they should or should not buy. Personally, no, I'm just I curious, avoid. Like this is the things jewels. that have been valuable over the years. This is the thing that. Uh, you know, I didn't learn when you're living paycheck to paycheck, you are outside of this system. When you are making more money than you need per paycheck, all of a sudden the money you spend never leaves. So like you start making more money and you start building up a savings. Now you've got a savings sitting in your bank account. Money doesn't leave. Let's say you decide to buy something. So you buy a car. Car has value now. You still retain the value of your assets. Whereas for most people, they're renting. Mm-hmm. They're they're uh, they have a lease on a car or something like that if they do have one or they're not they're using Uber all their money is being sucked away from them they can't build wealth 
you will, and that's you will the, own of course nothing. the objective. Yes, that you owe nothing and you will be happy. Yep. But also the CBDC, where it's programmable and they can just turn it off, or they can say yep. if you don't spend it in thirty days, it, it disappears. Yep. So that's, that's the objective. Creepy. And if they if they yeah. make, if you get a CBDC, don't think you're going to be allowed to buy gold. Like if you oh, get once they have more like body the armor, EBT yeah, card. Night, night exactly. Like the EBT card, you can't buy beer with it. Exactly. Or they they will be able you to can program. All, you can't buy hot food. What you, you can't, can't buy hot food? Yeah, at the store. Yeah, it can't be prepared. Yeah, That's so you nice. you won't be able to buy anything that has actual value. They will not allow you to take your CBDC. Mm -hmm. your, they won't your, let you build wealth. Exactly, and that is going to be built into the system. Like it's not some, it's not going to be an option nowadays, as long as there's cash, you can still go and buy, you know, whether, whether, even if it's just, you know, even if it's uh, silver coins, dimes and, mm -hmm. and quarters and half dollars from pre-1964 there, that's where the silver, that's when they stopped using silver in, in coins in the U.S. Um, those are still available. You can get them with dollars. As soon as there's a CBDC, all that's on, all that's done. That's mm -hmm. off the table. And just like you said, you're not going to be able to buy armor. You're not going to be able to buy ammo. You're not going to be able to buy guns if they don't want you to buy yeah. guns. Maybe you'll be able to buy certain guns. They'll have certain guns that have probably some kind of micro stamping or something like that. But it's all, all of the, the direction that we're heading in is all about control. It's all top-down control. And, you know, I know there are people that are watching this that are like, yeah, we know. We're on the same page. We've been mm -hmm. listening to this forever and ever. But the average person starting to buy gold means that people that are not plugged into this type of world they're not you know they're they're starting to smell the bad smell of top-down control and it's something that people need to pay attention to and going and going to that point and then also what you were saying at the beginning of the broadcast about people need to get away from these hot zones these danger zones um i'm i'm seeing that and what you were saying about your friend I'm seeing the normies start to wake up. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing them, yeah. people yeah. that I know who I never would have thought would be tapped into this sense of urgency mm -hmm. that that uh, a lot of us have had for many years, and that's why we do what we do. That's why you're here in you know this part of the country with your studio and not in where you were before. Um, that's why you know you've moved around. I've moved around. This sense of urgency, saying you know right now we still have that ability to to relocate to find that place that we feel like is best for us. Um, to ride out the storm, so to speak. And I'm seeing the normies are starting to pick up on that too, people yeah. that I know. Does leaving. that mean that it's too late? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's too late at all. I think it's, it's, imp it's, imp it's there's still time. It's still, there's still time to like save the Republic. Oh, no, I mean, there's still time. Oh, no, no, the Republic's oh, okay. dead. Yeah, no, 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 but you can get chickens. I was like, it's not too I was late. like, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can nah, the Republic. And... I think the Republic will be. Uh, what I really want is a cow. We'll win. I think we'll win. Or maybe like a sheep. Get all of them, man. I can't get all of them. So one of the roosters escaped the other day. And so when I ride my bike up to the studio and I'm coming in in the morning, I see this. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This dumb little mother <laughs> wandering around the yard by himself. And I'm like, he'll be fine. He's a rooster or whatever. I go in. And then I'm in the studio. And then I record my first segment. I go over the window and I look. And there's Moron walking around the yard. And I'm like. <laughs> so I went down. And I walked over and I opened the little mm -hmm. little gate because there's an outside portion inside and he ran inside and then 
you know, he wouldn't do his chicken chicken business. But you know, these things are. I love chickens; they're hilarious. Keep them away from. <laughs> they Jack are Huger. pretty ridiculous. <laughs> oh no! Wow, that too was soon, a visual. Too soon. Actually, no, it's been ten years. Not, so I didn't need that visual though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Let's. Uh, I want to talk about the story from uh, Lex Fridman. Check it out. He says, "Here's my conversation with Mark Zuckerberg. Third time on his podcast, but this time we talked in the metaverse. Phil brought this up to me early on. These images right here you're seeing. This is CGI." Take a look at this. Mark Zuckerberg put on his metaverse headset and, and, and headphones. It then mapped his face with the cameras all around it, creating a CGI real-time animation of him as he's talking with Lex Fridman. That is wild. Yo, this is getting creepy. And, you know, I can only beg. Acceptance of the Mark technology. Zuckerberg, no. <laughs> no. It's real easy to look dunk on the metaverse when it looks like we like a Wii game. But now it's like, yo, wait a minute, you know? These these images you're seeing right now that we're playing on the screen, this is CGI. Yeah. Right. Now, Lex looks real. Mark looks a little plastic, but to be fair, Mark always... He always, always kind of looks like <laughs> that. Right, I know. It looks so, just like Which Mark's means it looks I mean, very looks, real. It looks yeah. good, right? Yeah. But uh, Lex blinking and sitting, and sitting right there, like... Even his wow. skin tone, like the differences in like, you know, the tone across his face. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, Paisanos what? on That's Twitter said, no, no offense, but your avatar appears more human and lifelike than your real form. Mm. <laughs> Apparently I crashed the NVC site. Man, dude. Mr. Uh... Beast commenting on this stuff. Yo, it's going to be crazy. But here's what you need to fear with something like this and why we shouldn't build it. We shouldn't build it, but it doesn't matter. It will be built. If it's not Zuckerberg, yeah. someone will build it. It's because the more we create digital spaces that can uh, simulate reality, the closer you get to living in the pot and eating the bugs. Because what's going to happen is it's not going to be a government mandate. Joe Biden's not going to go, listen here, Jack, we're putting you in the pod. You're going to eat the bugs. And then they go, <laughs> no, and that'll never happen. What's going to happen is he's going to say, listen, for the people who can't afford the, the rent prices, we have pod personalized occupancy device and when you go inside of it <laughs> you strap on your mark zuckerberg headset and instantly you're in a ten thousand square foot mansion where you can walk around and all your friends are there and it's no different than reality now why and then what happens once it won't just be that in fact it might actually even be luxury at first only the rich people can afford the sure. super nice metaverse things then it will become programs for cheap metaverse access you're going to have commercials where it's like, are you YouTube ads? I don't know. We're not in the era of commercials, but it's going to be like, stop spending three grand a month on rent. Don't be a dumbass. Get metaverse. And then it's going to show like this dude put on the goggles. It's not really going to be that corny or whatever. But he's going to be in a closet. It's going to be like Ready Player One meets yeah. EM Forster's The Machine Stops. Ready Player One, the kid lived in a trailer. Right. Mm -hmm. Trailer stacked on top of each other. At least he had a trailer. Nah, in, 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 in this... Your home is going to be a bathroom. Yep. Your your apartment will be a will be a toilet shower combo, where you will go inside, you will strap into the metaverse and lean back on like a a flat chair, and then or like like I don't know what you'd call it. it's not a chair but something to lean against. You'll put the headset on, grab your controllers, and then this is the start. And it only so like like Phil was saying when it's we characters, it's silly and stupid. Everyone makes fun of it. This this is getting scary. Because now people are going to be like, you can actually have meetings and do podcasts and interviews, and we're already there. You know, mm -hmm. about 15 years ago, somebody showed me Second Life. Yeah, I remember and they that. Were explaining to me that. And they were super into it, right? Yeah. Yes. And people yeah. sold 
they made real money yep. in the real mm-hmm. world selling products or mm-hmm. concert tickets or whatever or real in estate. Second Life. And that was 15 years ago when it was mm-hmm. really cheesy and like even the computers were cheesy at that time. But I'm picturing we saw why well, I, I call them the the pajama Americans and we saw during COVID yeah. the amount of people since then and during that <laughs> just lost all respect for themselves who just go out to the shops now wearing their pajamas and Crocs. Oh, yeah. I hate that. It's disgusting. And, it's and like it's Fetterman. Like, yeah. And they reinstituted <laughs> the dress code. Right. And so, I mean, how far- Because it was just too disgusting. Exactly. Yeah. And we're, we're subjected to this every time we go to the grocery store now, but how far are we from the pajama Americans being totally fine <laughs> to just strap into the metaverse and spend their fed bucks in the metaverse fed getting bucks. their their Nike, you know, Jordans and Zucker all bucks. that. I mean, we're- Totally yeah. renting, renting fake clothing to wear it to the party oh, in the, the metaverse. But, but this, this is why doing... they want to do it. They want to do it because look at NFTs. There is a big push for, uh, so uh, let me slow down. Greta Thunberg says, the idea of infinite economic growth is insane. No, their plan is digital products that can be infinitely mass produced, have fake value based on artificial scarcity, and then no one manufactures anything. And they're already there because you can buy, like World I mean- Warcraft, bro. Exactly, you buy, and I mean, in, uh, in Destiny 2, you can buy different shaders and for colors for your outfits. You can buy different armors. Yes, stuff. but with, with, with World of Warcraft going back to 2006, you could buy someone else's boots. Yep. So not if it was Soulbound, though, right? Soulbound was when you got an item and it couldn't be traded. But you would defeat a monster. It would drop an uncommon set of gloves, the forest gloves of agility or something. And then you'd go to someone and be like, do you want it? And they'd be like, yes. And they'd be like, I want 10 bucks. And then you'd trade it to them and then you'd get 10 bucks. People were trading gold in game. So they digital were... digital items have already had a marketplace and they want to capitalize off this. It's crazy to me if you think about mobile games. There were farms in China where people would just play World of Warcraft and, yep. and kill rabbits yeah. for gold like all and, day long. Right. And then the funny thing happened when uh, World of Warcraft made it so you could buy gold in game. And it was for like, you could buy, what was it? How does it work? You can buy a token worth uh, uh, one month of gameplay and then trade the token for 26,000 gold or something, destroyed the economy. Really? Why? All of a sudden. So in World of Warcraft, I love, there, there needs to be a research study on the, the economics of MMOs. But uh, in the beginning of the game, you first start, you're super weak, you walk outside and there's like a, a level five bandit or something and you fight him. And then you take his like linen cloth from his shirt. You sell it for a few pieces of copper. Mm-hmm. The value early on is low. Once you get to higher and higher levels, the bad guys drop more money. Right. You you defeat the bandit. Now he's got gold instead of silver, instead of copper. As soon as you could buy gold, people start the game and immediately just buy a ton of gold. They're like, I'm not starting the game with no money. Then what happens is the lowest quality items that no one really needs. Mm-hmm. Well, look, if all of the new players have access to massive amounts of currency that used to be too hard to get, it used to be like, you know, 50 silver for a stack of linen cloth. Now it's 10 gold. Why? Because new players have the gold. So pro- supply and demand. Mm-hmm. Someone's got it and they say, I'll sell it. And someone says, I'll give you a gold for it. No, I'll give you two. I'll give you three. I'll give you four. I'll give you five. The prices skyrocket and you end up watching inflation due to the mass printing of money. Yeah. It's it's fascinating how you could teach a 12-year-old inflation by having them play World of Warcraft. That makes sense. Thanks, Joe Biden. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. But anyway, yeah. The, uh, the AI apocalypse is upon us. I hope you guys enjoyed it while it lasted. You're going to live in the pod. And it's not that you're going to eat the bugs. It's that when you do eat the bugs, it's going to taste like cheesecake. Yeah, you already know. 
You're gonna you're gonna put on your metaverse headset. Oh, and they'll you're gonna attach it's... your wireless mag Neuralink to the base of your 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 your, your neck, and then. When someone hands you a bowl of uh, boiled mashed cockroaches, you're going to be looking at a delicious brown sugar oatmeal mm -hmm. with cream on top. And they'll say that that's good because if you're lactose intolerant, you won't have any problems. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> and when you're in the, the temperature controlled pod, you won't have to worry about the scary climate change going on outside no. the front door. You know, the, this right. stuff is all predicted <clears throat> in oceans. our fiction for, you know, like over a century. E.M. Forrester's The Machine Stops is really about this. Everybody lives in a pod underground because the world has become uninhabitable and there's a machine that pairs everybody up for mating and for discussions. There's a big view screen and the machine gives you everything that you need and you never have to leave your pod. And this one woman ends up having to leave her pod to go see her son. And she's like, why do I even have to come see you? I see you on the telescreen. You know, I mated with your father once when the machine told well, me to or whatever. But it's very simple. Like, we keep predicting these things and we keep doing exactly the thing that is going to destroy us yeah. for the predictions. I, I just I just thought of thought saw something, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up Lex. Where can I get these headsets? Cause we spend a lot of money on travel costs so we can do in person <laughs> conversations yeah. with people, flying them out, getting them hotels. If we can just ship them the headset, Apple it'll be Apple. way cheaper than flying the whole person. Yeah. So think, it's like here's I think your it'll be head. bad for the brand. <laughs> yeah, but no one will know the difference. They'll oh, think okay, they're sitting yeah. in the room, right? Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, to be fair, this is all CGI AI generated anyway. There's no actual Tim Pool. Phil's not real either. The guests are made up on the spot. Libby's the only I'm, real person. No, I'm totally <laughs> fake. <laughs> I was constructed Dude. in a lab. That's why yeah. I get everything wrong. But we're we're really close. I don't think people realize how close we are to full AI podcasts mm -hmm. where the, the, the host is going to be fake. N none of the people are going to be real. Yeah. Dude, it's 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 mid journeys already crazy, and we played that uh, capital of conformity video. That video is so amazing. The AI, I don't know, I don't. Did you see it? I tweeted mm -hmm. it out, where it's like what the future will look like, and it's this this uh, AI generated video for the most. It's AI generated, but a human put the pieces together, and uh, we're 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 getting really close to the point, maybe within a year, where you're looking at this Mark Zuckerberg stuff. Do you even? If the computer can map his mouth in real time to what he's saying, do they even need actually actual mark? They don't. No, they just they just call from what he's previously as, said. As soon as they have the picture of his face, you can program what he's saying and it will just make it look like he's talking. Mm -hmm. So you could actually be like, you wake up, it's like nine, and you're like, oh, I'm late, man. I got a meeting in the morning. And you're like, you know, uh, computer, uh, put in my avatar and have it go to work for me. And then... Everyone thinks they're talking to you, but it's just the AI simulating you saying what it thinks you're going to say, and then you're sitting at home but playing video no games. there is no everyone. It's just everybody does that. It's everybody's AI. Right. right. It's just and an then AI. You just it's one go, AI. Like, probably, you know, play games or whatever other degenerate things people do on the internet. What do we think, about, like, just along these lines, like, what do, you, what do we think about, like, major events, like sporting events, where during COVID, we were conditioned to watch these events with no audience? Or yep. the NBA played in it like a hermetically sealed dome for a while, if I recall. That's so weird. Creepy. Like, how, will they just start having events and then just AI the whole like crowd and just? Oh yeah, just make it's it like all... Black Mirror, man. Yeah. They'll just AI the players. In Black Mirror, everybody's in that room, tiny rooms where every, it's a TV screen all around them, and then it turns into the like the the show set, and they feel like they're there. But then the the set was little me characters clapping. It's gonna be like the, uh... it's gonna be like this. Do you remember the Twilight Zone where everybody dies except for the guy who was in the basement? 
and he comes out and he he was like in the vault. So this <clears throat> banker was uh just he never wants to have to go to work. So at his, on his lunch break, he just goes down to the vault of the bank. He closes the door over a little bit and he just sits there and reads where no one will bother him. And one day there's like a nuclear blast and everyone dies. And he comes out of the vault and he's just like, oh my goodness, this is crazy. I'm just going to read forever. And then his glasses And fall then he, he breaks his glasses. <laughs> yeah, he, you know, and he's like, but, but you know, it. You know, I love, it was finally time. Right? But, it, it but I feel like now. that there'll be like just one person who isn't fake. And they'll finally just realize like that they're the only person left in the world and everything is fake. This would be a good story. And I then know. You know they'd have to make that decision. What, what? Do I go into the AI metaverse and pretend I, I'm fake too or right. do I ignore I, it? I'd like to um, add on to my propaganda short films idea where we paint the bad guys in a more positive propagand propagandistic light and just also make a series where we solve really stupid problems that shows thought were profound. Like when the guy breaks his glasses, he goes... He doesn't say, no, it was time now. He breaks a glass and goes, oh, I broke my glasses. Puts them back on because he can still see just not well. Goes to a glasses exactly. store where they already have thousands of <laughs> thousands pairs sitting of there kinds. and puts on a new pair of glasses. I always wondered that too. Instead, <laughs> he's just like, no, no. Or no. like, did all, all glasses on everyone else's face get vaporized? Right. Well, you don't see any dead bodies. You yeah. know, that's always the thing is because it's the Twilight Zone. So they... Probably had a small budget, so you don't see a lot of other people. Just maybe maybe for people street. who don't have glasses, they don't know this, but like if your glasses break, you can still see. It's just they're broken. Plus, I have like four pairs of glasses. I always have extra. That'd be funny if it's like, no, my glasses broke. Good thing I got a second pair. Right there, we go. Where was I? Or just you have them at home. <laughs> like you could get back home. No one's in those cars. We can do a modern. I think Grab I think one. Futurama did it where the guy's eyeballs popped out. And then, and then it's like, well, it's a good thing I can read Braille and his hands fall off. <laughs> I, saw, I saw there's there was a uh, I think it was family guy that was making a joke. It was uh, I think it was a brain. Peter only had one brain cell left and the brain cell was like, finally, I can read. And then he, <laughs> <laughs> that was how I'm familiar with it. That's, that's really good. good. That's good. <laughs> well, are you going to uh, Dan, are you going to get the Neuralink? I'm going to go with no. <laughs> I, I I'm going to choose to live in, in reality. I think firmly rooted. I think it's an inevitability. Yeah, I, I think it doesn't matter what we say right now. There, it's going to be a hundred years or whatever, and the kids are going to be fully plugged in, and they're going to be watching archives in school, and they're going to be like, "Here's an example of a 21st century podcast," and it's you being like, "I'm not going to get the Neuralink," and they're like, "Dan was 70 years old when he died. He had the Neuralink by 56." You know, it's like <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, I mean, if we have, if the technology exists, it will be used. That's just something that is a truism throughout human history. You're not going to be able to compete. So uh, it's like I was saying. With the genetic engineering too. Well, like. you're, you're not going to be able to compete in terms of the workplace and, and running your business. Imagine if you're a restaurant that doesn't have a phone. Well, come on. Like you got to have a phone, right? Yeah, yeah but there was a, most of human history, businesses did not have phones. Mm -hmm. People had to show up and talk to you. Then phones came about. If you're a pizza place across you from a pizza place and you have no phone and they have phone, guess who's getting the deliveries? Right. Not you. Mm -hmm. Now, when people start integrating metaverse connections, it's like the internet when the internet came about. If if you were online, you had an advantage because it was easier to do business with you. Pizza Hut launched their rudimentary little website for ordering pizzas. It was hilarious, and then eventually, everybody's online. I There's remember when be, I oh go ahead. I was gonna say businesses are gonna start using the metaverse in a similar way, and let's imagine that someone works in a metaverse environment, so it's easier for them to just while they're already plugged in order pizza. If you're a business that doesn't offer it, guess what? They're they're gonna order from the place that does. Right. Yeah, that's like if you're not on um 
like in New York, I always would order stuff from Seamless and it got to the point where if it wasn't on Seamless, I wasn't going to order it. There you go. Because I already had that all hooked up. It was just like, well, we, 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 we use, we use a couple of these apps and there's a bunch of restaurants, but if it's not on the app, we don't order. Right. Because like, why would you do that? Why would you actually go to the trouble of calling someone? And then they're like, hello, what, what did you say? What's your number? Dude, just like kiosks at fast food restaurants. Yeah. It's just so much, it's just so much easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You walk in, you go, and what what bugs me is like, you I know, finally I went, do the self checkout at the stupid grocery, not the grocery huh. store. If I don't have a lot of stuff, I will do the self checkout like at Walmart or whatever. But I still, I hate it. I do, dude. It's always broken. I hate it. The the Walmart out here, it's always broken, and it's just like you put everything. They have they have the conveyor belt self checkout, mm-hmm. and then you scan it. It's like, please put the item in the baggage area, and you're like, it's 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 a can of. It's 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 a twelve pack of of club soda. Yep. Okay. What am I gonna put it in? I can't put it in the baggage area. And then it's like, and then you you have to wait for it. To say I do not want to bag this item, and you're like, and then it goes. Please put the item in the bagging area. An item has been removed, and they're like, no. Or the oh, one that the one that I love the one that I love is one that just says, <clears throat> "Help is on the way," and you're like, but why? <laughs> what did I screw up? Why are yeah, you helping me? Out, can't do anything. Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah, that's it's. We look at like when when we're supposed to like our lives are supposed to get better with these convenient technological advances and then they just don't work right and like and they're gonna hook us all into machines like neural that's Neuralink is gonna, gonna work turn, and, and they're gonna like just have all police be robots and they're gonna be armed and you're just like uh oh, it's gonna be like in the fifth element you know mm-hmm. i think a combination of what the amazon store did and self-checkout is probably where we should go where basically when you walk in like what they're trying the, 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 actually i'll just put it this way the problem is the self-checkout is not the system of checking out groceries is not built for an automated system. No. They they can very easily have a system where you load all your groceries onto a conveyor belt. It moves just across a sensor that checks weight and the image of like a camera, and it knows exactly what you've got. Yep. If Amazon can already know what you got based on you picking the item up, we don't need you. Don't, you don't need me. You don't need me going boop, boop like that's a waste of time. Yeah. You just put on the conveyor belt. It all runs across. You put in your gro- you you put it in. Swipe your card. You're done. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, a little off topic, but uh, Ted Cruz was just sh- or just shared a TimCast.com inter- uh, article. Nice. Oh, look at that! That's, That's cool. awesome. Ted Cruz. We should have him on the show. He lion the Ted. Show. Lion Ted. <laughs> 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 Roar lion, not lion. I said lion. Lion. Good one. Yeah, Another with foreign-born uh, presidential candidate that had dubious. You know, some people. He's Canadian. His dad's a Zodiac I, I don't think. I don't think he's. Uh, <laughs> didn't he renounce Canadian citizenship or something? I don't know. I don't think he's actually Canadian. I think that. No, I think he. Yeah, what, what, he was born. In I think. Canada, his, I think one of his parents was Canadian, but I, oh. I think that because he was running for president. Mm-hmm. But he. But he. But he has. He's. Uh, yeah, so he's American, sad. but mm-hmm. has. An, has. I think he's dual citizen. That could be. Okay, that could be. Yeah. Canadians. Isn't that also Kamala Harris? Isn't she also part Canadian? Jamaican? Wasn't she like in Quebec for a while? No, I, I thought about that. She's Jamaican. I wish. Jamaican I'm, Indian is what I remember. I'm pretty <clears throat> sure she spent time in Montreal. Hmm. I might I have know. that wrong. She definitely spent a, a decent part of her childhood growing up in Canada. Yeah, so, yeah. I thought mm. that she was in Quebec. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I remember, like, uh, speaking of technology that will be used, when I left school, um, I left uh, college for a year, and then I went back, and I moved into an apartment that didn't have a phone. I never got a phone hooked up. Um, and there was a payphone downstairs, and I could hear it ring from the window. So... You know, I'd tell people like, uh, ring twice, then hang up and call back. And if I'm home, maybe I'll pick up the, maybe I'll run down and pick up the phone, you know, not likely. But when I went back to school, 
there was email and there hadn't been email before. And my friend, the same one who's now buying gold was like, you have to like log into your email. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. And she was like, dude, you have to log into your email. And I finally did. And there were assignments and like I had to go to, there were things that were changing the time of the class and all this stuff and like invitations to whatever. And I was like, this is ludicrous. Why am I like, just give me uh-huh. a flyer, you know? But no. All right, we're going to go to Super days. Chats. Yeah, good old days. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this YouTube channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member by going to TimCast.com. Click join us. We're going to have a members-only uncensored show. We're going to be talking about this viral video, actually two of them, where uh, there was a trans student who mercilessly attacked some uh, some other female students, and it's causing a big uproar. But it's a little a little spicy, probably not for the kids. So we'll uh, we'll we'll keep this one fam- uh, th- we'll keep this show family friendly. But the uncensored show will be up at about 10 p.m. Don't miss it. And uh, let's uh, read your super chats. We got Mister Battleon. He says, "What shoes do chickens wear?" Re bok bok bok. And you paid me for that joke. Yeah. Wow, thank you, Clint Torres. Howdy, people. Howdy, howdy, Clint. Hey, Clint. Your second super chatter this time around. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bears fan in Cheeseland says $2 closer to our alternative economy. Yeah, man. Guys, download Public Square. And uh, winning the culture war can be as simple as using the Public Square app to find businesses that share your values and buying products from them. They have a map where you can see all the businesses around you. And it's growing every day. It's awesome. In our area, we can see all the restaurants that we'd rather go to. I love I st- it. I, you told me about that the other day, and I started looking at the near me, and I was I was very pleased, pleasantly pleased by it. And you go into the business, and you can say, hey, I found you guys on Public Square, and they're going to be like, yes, we love it. It's so amazing. High five. Nice. And then you know that like you're talking to someone cool. That's chill. I like that. It's, it's amazing when, I, when uh, we first found out about it that so many businesses knew about it before we did. Yeah. And I'm like, we've got our we've got our ears to the ground on all this stuff. And then so many businesses were already using it when we first started uh, talking with the, the team over Public Square. Right. I need to speak to them eventually because my phone won't let me use it. It just says looking for Public Square and the app won't work for my device. So is it is really? your is your phone American? Uh, yes. Oh. Is it 20 years old? Maybe I don't know. It's it looks uh, old. It is an S9 Plus. So it's old. whoa. I know, right? Yeah, that yeah. might be the issue. Yeah, but you know trying to avoid getting a new phone if I can. <laughs> All right. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, guys, I remember a time when boys don't hit girls. Today, though, if you're a boy, but pretend you're a girl, you can most certainly hit girls. <laughs> well, we've got a lot to talk about with that story, but they'll be up in the members only. Steven Say says, I had to take out a loan from the credit union so I could super chat and Tim won't read them. Well, I just read it right now. <laughs> you took out a $10 loan? I guess if your credit card, you know, that's a loan. Shane Wilder says, with Jenk running for president, I would like to announce that I too will be running on the Democratic ticket. No, I'm not a Democrat, but I am running on a platform of memes and abolishing the Fed. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I don't know what Jenk's point was because he's not a natural born U.S. citizen. So yeah. I guess that's not happening. I don't know. What, I don't know why I think that is would. a rule I like, though, that you have to be natural born U.S. citizen to run for president. I think that's a yep. good one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not even and I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 
Waffle Sensei says, if Republicans were smart, they would be wargaming, investing and preparing for a campaign against Newsom. Everything is set up to fight Biden, and they may just drop Joe for Gavin early to mid-2024. If I were the machine, that would be my plan. Yeah, I, Biden, I just, what's what's going to happen? Is is he going to be given super soldier serum that de-ages him, and then all of a sudden Hunter Biden's going to come out with, with a stack of evidence proving <laughs> that it was actually Trump who did all the things they accused him of? Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, it's going to be irrefutable evidence. So irrefutable that even Trump supporters believe it. Did you watch any of the impeachment inquiry today? Very little bit. Same. But uh, I did go through the evidence published by the House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's too much. I was There's trying. a lot. I did a video and I'm like scrolling through and I'm like, guys, I'm skipping the China stuff, the Romania stuff. I'm only talking about the Ukraine stuff. And then after like 15 minutes, I'm like, okay, you get the point. It's, it's, it's insane it's how much so evidence much. there is. There's a lot of evidence that he took money from Ukraine to affect foreign policy. Yeah. No, it really is crazy that it, it, they have this graphic they've built where you scroll down and there's like arrows and there's pictures and there's news stories and there's links. There's bank records. And I'm just like, this is too much for me. Well, And, and then, then the media yeah. goes, there's no evidence. And then Raskin says there's no evidence. And it's like if you look at it and you're like, this is what evidence looks like. There's you a know? bank record showing the Biden family receiving money from a Chinese business. Like... What what are they saying? What they're just lying. They're These just, people are evil. Just, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's total lies. It, they, obviously, Newsom is a is an obvious candidate, and it's like very viable. But um, have we totally shut the door on Michelle Obama? Like, is it the, that's the scariest thing that I can come up with? Because I, I don't think know. I think that she I think that she would walk over any Republican, and it not and not on any merits of her own. Just the American people would be like, Obama, love the name. Michelle, she's great. Let's do this. I don't think brains would be left at the door and it would be all voting for, you know, let's get Obama back. She's, you know, Obama, but female. So that's Obama, but a little better. It would be the most emotionally driven, mindless brain checkout vote ever. And I think she would waltz over anyone. And it is the scariest scenario in she my opinion. No, she has no record. I, I, I don't, don't think, think that it matters. No, 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 no. That's I a positive. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to attack her on. Exactly. And anyone that does, you, like think of all of the reasons you could call someone all the bad names. Oh, you're attacking a woman. You're attacking a black woman. You're not going to vote for yeah. the Well, but the, that's for, why we have to first, win the culture well, wars to get rid of all of that trash yeah. uh, We won't rhetoric. get a chance if she runs. Right. right. It's just well, maybe. I mean, it, it, that's why it's so scary because there would. The, she was just paid seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars to give a talk for like an hour. That in indicates yeah. that, that indicates Doomed. a run for president. Yeah. Doomed. So the, here's how it works: If you want to run for president, nobody can give you. If you're running for president, you can't get paid more than like what is it, twenty seven hundred or something like that. So what happens is, whenever someone is preparing to run, they give these speeches where they get paid so much money. Hillary Clinton did it with Goldman Sachs. Now we're seeing Michelle Obama get the 750K. Everyone's talking about it. Why? It's indicative of a presidential run. Interesting. You get paid a, a massive stick of cash for something arbitrary like a consultation or a speech. Then when you announce, that's a donation. You have the money. Yeah. There is nothing that, just like you said, there is nothing you can attack her with. And any t- attacks that you that you make against her, it's all racist and, and sexist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Transphobic! Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm not. I'm not trying to bring up that one. Is, but. Uh, wait, 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 real quick. Is is um is Michelle Obama in predicted for the Democratic Party? I don't think so. I don't she's not. Yeah, no. Wow, she's she, not even on the list. She would waltz into the office like 
it is like it was not like the doors were opened as soon as she announces yeah. over because Donald Trump could never not that I like none of this is like something that I like but Donald every attack that Donald Trump could possibly muster she would be able to deflect Everything. instantaneously True. every single person in the daytime TV oh, stuff would, would be all her. they would they be would right in her life they it already is, love her it would be so over like the it would be the obviously I think it would be the worst thing that could happen to the country yeah, because our policies would be they would be they would be more Same. progressive than 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 yeah. Barack Obama. It would be the end of America, and she would walk in like it was nothing. Yeah, and we'd All be right. looking at, at, at like a lot of people say Biden is Obama's third term. In that scenario, we're looking at five consecutive terms of Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. That is basically perpetual rule. And yep. Yeah, it's over. All right. The obscene unicorn says every time Krispy Kreme called out Trump last night, I was expecting him to run out to the stage to the G run on uh, run out onto the stage to the D generation X theme song with a steel folding chair, like an episode of Monday Night Raw. Oh, OK. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, that's all he had, really. S.A. Federale says, I recently forgot that Whitney Webb even existed until I realized that Libby Emmons is a different, extremely intelligent journalist chick. Given that they're not the same person, have you ever thought of having them both on, possibly with Alex Jones? Well, sure, I, I guess, yeah. I don't know Why who not? that is, but I'm going to go look it up. <laughs> 2A Willie says, the migrants being put on the buses at the border under the current political climate must be put on the buses. The border states being inundated with mass migration cannot sustain their own communities at this rate. Right. That was one of the arguments. The reason they're putting people on buses and shipping them out is because they have nothing to do with them. They, what do they do? Yeah, They're El Paso just, is destroyed, right? Isn't it like practically decimated at this point? Yeah, I mean, even I would just spend time in Austin and I, mm -hmm. I, I used to go there to play South by Southwest every year and uh, it was a great city at that time, in my opinion. Um, and over the years, I've watched the transformation of Austin even. And uh, the last time I was just there a couple mm -hmm. months ago, it felt inundated with illegal aliens. And I think it's indisputable that it is, but Austin is not exactly on the border. Right. And uh, that's what, when people are talking about Texas as a viable option for going somewhere secure, I say no. I say absolutely not. That place is under siege. You have millions of people who we have no idea who they are pouring into that state. We talk about the official numbers, and they're scary. We we have no idea what the, the real numbers are. Why uh, isn't Greg Abbott just being like, no, we're not doing this and securing the border with the National Guard? Well, even if he did, uh -huh. which... We're seeing kind of a kind of a limp wristed effort. There's towards like a that. little bit, a little bit, but we're watching customs and border protection agents and border patrol open their like opening doors and yes. dropping ladders, and they're counting. They're going like one, two, three. Okay, we're good. Bring them all in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, crazy. They're cutting up the, the razor they, wire. Why are they doing that? Because they're evil. Like we watch this happen, and you're just like, are you an idiot too? Why are you doing that? They're, they're just following they're, orders. They're they're evil. The people are well. They are. They must be possessed by some kind of evil. People. To people do really got to understand this. Like Lahaina really is the good modern example. Did yeah, the cops blocking the road in Lahaina know they were murdering children? No. Did they murder children? Yes. Yes, they did Have a nice murder day. children. They. 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 People were jumping out the of their whole cars. Whole families. And, they murdered whole families. Yep. And so when Michael Malice says there is no crime so egregious a police officer would not commit it, up to and including the execution of children, everyone everyone assumes what he's saying is that. A cop will be told, go kill that child. And go, yes, master. <laughs> like, no, no, no. He's not, he's not saying that. He's saying that when the only road out of town 
uh, is it, when, when the police, when, when there's a major wildfire destroying a town and families are fleeing, the police will get orders to stop people from driving out of town and then they'll all burn to death while the cops watch. And they'll shrug. And that is what happened. That's what they did. A lot of people got out of their cars and jumped in the water. Some of those people went missing. Some they, of those people drowned. Yep. You're, yeah. you're, you're in a cloud of smoke. Smoke inhalation kills. Mm -hmm. Some of the people drowned. Some of the people just were having trouble breathing as it was. Some people were still getting burned because you're in the water, but you're still near these fires. And I think people need to understand uh, movies and video games really ruin this for people when they see like lava. And then, like, mm. the people will be jumping over the lava. No, or, like, really Star, Star Wars. Yeah. Really oh, great example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When uh, Vader and, and, and uh, Obi-Wan are fighting yeah. over the lava on Mustafar, uh -huh. they would instantly burst yeah. into flames yeah. at so proximity. Yeah. yeah, people don't get it, man. Uh, so, yeah, those cops did it. Yeah. And not only that, but then these officers or their contemporaries and other agencies then confiscated or blocked private aid coming in for the people who were still in there. Right. Yeah. Like then they're, they're just compounding right. effect. Yep. And just there was a local, orders. the police arrested one of the residents, a guy who lived there. They said, you can't come back. It's his house. Mm -hmm. He went into his house. He probably had a safe, maybe had belongings he wanted to get. They said, no, they arrested him. And then the media reports it as looters and trespassers as, instead of homeowner trying to get his stuff. Mm -hmm. Evil, man. Yeah. That's the scary reality of, you know, what Michael Mouse is talking about. Do we think like your average one of the mill cop is evil? No, I, not in the sense where if like he's ordered to do something evil, he'll do it. They'll be ordered to do something, something they don't understand and they'll carry out an action which is tremendously evil without realizing it. Well, and the state is going to change the zoning there and end up buying up all that land and kicking everybody out. Land grab. It's a total land grab. They said it in the in like just very shortly after the governor was like, oh, well, we'll help by buying up this land. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, what? Yeah. If that were my land, I'd be like, the was... hell you're buying up my land? Yes. Get off me. You know, yeah. like, I feel like that's me and the government all the time. Just get off. Just get <laughs> off me. Joseph says, how much do you give to make the world better as an individual? All of you. The answer is no one on the whole gives an F about anyone they don't know. This country is run by main character syndrome, terror of death. While I certainly can respect the perspective that most people are doing that, that certainly does not apply to, I would assume, most people in this room. And it certainly does not apply to me. Because if you want to know how much I give to make the world better, I probably give like, I don't know, ten dollars or $20,000 a month to random people. I don't know. I gave, uh, uh, I, 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 I don't go around broadcasting it, so I'll keep it relatively vague. But uh, I just gave a disabled veteran $6,500. I gave an activist group fighting uh, against uh, trans kids uh, like 10 grand. So yeah, I'm trying as hard as I can, man. Not to mention when, when y'all pitched in and we both together gave 50 grand to Tim Ballard for his new new effort. That was cool. So, and that's yeah. the super chatters, right? Yeah, half of it was theirs. And then to be honest, the other half came from memberships to TimCast.com. So it's like all you guys, but... Yeah, so how much do I give as an individual? Bro, I'm giving I'm giving as much as I can. I'm living comfortably. I'm doing well. But, you know, I got to be honest, man. I, I, I don't understand how I look to some of these people who are in comparable positions to where TimCast is. And I don't see them doing half of the weird stuff that we've done. I'm not saying we're saints so that we're the best or anything. I'm just saying like, yo, we like, so, so. The, the Times Square campaign, we bought 36 ads in Times Square for several reasons. But there's a reason why Luke Rudkowski and Michael Malice were on those billboards. That's not to benefit Timcast. It's because we I, we need to win a culture war. 
And so asserting ourselves in the cultural spaces to the best of our abilities, I wish we made $100 million a year. I just own Times Square and force ABC News, NASDAQ, all these people to look at our ads every single day so that yeah. we can take over. We do what we can, right? I do, I, like, I'm, I, I exert as much as I can to do this stuff. I wish, and I say it all the time, there's so many wealthy, powerful people that could snap their fingers and, and set the cultural conversation and they don't do it. Yeah. But yeah, man, I, I do. I do appreciate the super chat because I know, you know, what you're saying is a generality about most people and you're correct. Most people don't care. I will say, though. When I when I talk to a, a lot of the guests that come on this show, always talk about how amazing the Timcast audience is. And it's something it's, it's unlike anything they've ever seen. And I think what it is. The average person, I'll meet someone and they're a fan of one show or the other and they'll shake my hand. I meet someone who watches Timcast and they've got all these ideas and they, they're elaborating on things we've talked about and they want to tell you all these ideas. Like, it's really fascinating to me. And I'm like, yeah, I think the people who watch Timcast are like paying attention a lot mm -hmm. and and deeply care and want want to win and, and make changes. So I really do appreciate all of you guys. And Joseph, I do appreciate the comment because I think it is a big problem that most people don't care. That's why you see these videos where they go to Times Square and they ask people questions. They don't know anything. No. Because if it doesn't affect them, they don't care about it. Mm-hmm. And I will also add, we are afflicted by the inability to see beyond what the, the cultural standards are. And what I mean is, if it's not reported news and it's not prominent and, and being shared, then we don't know what happened. Then we don't talk about it. And so you'll get people being like, why aren't you talking about this problem? And it's like, I don't know enough about it. Right. So we, we only talk about what we can, what we, what we know and what we, we try to, the problems we try to solve. Let's grab some more Super Chats. Will Johnson says, what's going on with Katie Hobbs? Easy. She's traveling out of state and Arizona requires the governor be in state. That means if she travels out of state, there has to be an acting governor take over because there's no lieutenant governor. Then they're having the, I think the secretary, the tre treasurer. Yeah, that's right. We'll treasurer is for a day. Yeah. So it's just like, it's, it's nothing. Nothing's it's happening. It's really not a big deal. Yeah. There was a great example of, of actually something happening in Idaho during covid when the, the governor there would go out of town, the lieutenant governor, I believe her name is Meacham, every time he would leave town, she would basically um, freeze all of the COVID orders that he had issued. So masking yep. and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And then uh, he would come back into town and put it back to the way it was. Yeah. But that was an example of actually someone taking action, a very revolutionary action in the second highest you know, power in, in the state every time the governor would leave. So interesting things can happen when the governor goes away, but this one looks like a nothing burger. Apparently. Yeah. Well, in New York, Letitia James and uh, Kathy Hochul pushed Cuomo out of office on trumped up uh, sexual misconduct charges. And then all the charges got dropped because there was absolutely no evidence of anything at all. It was a coup. And now there's Kathy Hochul and she is awful. <laughs> and she's uh, very destructive in the state. A good yeah. example of, uh, you know, what they replace this terrible thing with often mm -hmm. is even worse. It's even so, worse. Yeah. yeah. What you wish for. Yeah. It was like, you know, a better version of Biden mm. uh, and a Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris is now in charge, basically. But yeah, Kathy Hochul is a disaster. Yeah. And it was totally a coup. All right. Doss Wood says all Chenk does is lie. So no, surpri no surprise there. I love malice. But when Chenk was on his show spewing progressive BS, even saying the horse thing was out of context, I watched it. It wasn't. Malice gave zero pushback. I was shocked. Hmm. I don't. I, 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 what, what could the context be on the horse thing? <clears throat> could it be that Chenk says right before this video, hey, guys, I'm going to say something really, really crazy. It's going to be hilarious. All right, here we go. If I was a benevolent, is that because that's out of context? Or what if he said something like, 
You know, I watched this funny comedy where there was this uh, this this guy who took over the country, and he says, "If I was a like those things matter because that that does happen." Mm, I've seen yeah. so so much out of context clips where someone will be like, "Did you hear what what Trump was saying?" I am the greatest, blah, 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 blah. And then they'll quote it and be like, this person said this. And it's it's lit, it's literal truth, meaning mm. you said it, you were quoting someone else, but you said it, therefore they can report it. So, you know, whatever, man, if 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 he wants to walk away from that, I absolutely will let Jenk Uger walk away. If he says, no, 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 that's not what I believe. I don't like that. I'll be like, okay, dude, you get, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll just sweep that one away and you just never go there again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never say that again. Right, yeah, that's, that's a weird one. <laughs> we'll let you. We'll let you continue. Just yes, you know. Has but, he? And I guess he hasn't said anything like that since, right? No, no, no. And and a lot of people criticize him for his statements on the Armenian genocide, which he did apologize for. Mm. It's just like, dude, come on, man. He needs to change the name of the program. I just, yeah, all right, all right. There's no reason not to do it, and they, they keep defending. Yo, the Young Turks committed the Armenian genocide. Yeah. Just, just change the name, man. <laughs> and I don't mean Cenk Uygur's the Young Turks. They use the name because I guess he's Turkish and the Young Turks is, is also synonymous with like young upstarts. Yeah, but, but it no, <laughs> it doesn't make it any better. It's like saying you're a young German company. So therefore, we're going to call it the Hitler Youth. It makes right. zero <laughs> sense. It's weird. I went to Politicon and there were Armenian protesters. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, with signs. And they were like, we like the Young Turks. Cenk is good. He's great. We, we, we Please, please, please change your name. And he won't do it. And we're, we're, we're like, we're upset he's doing it. We're trying not to be mad about it. And I was like, this really, the guy said, he's like, imagine they called themselves Hitler Youth. Like, yeah. come on. And I'm like, name. I agree with you. I don't know. Just, yeah. just change the name. Yeah. It's as simple as Which, that. What you do is you stop calling it Young Turks. You start calling it TYT. And then eventually you, you call it, uh, you change the, the, the Turks to something different. Yeah. And so it's like the Young. The young Turtles. There you go. Hey, Turtles. Everybody turtles. likes Turtles. Everyone turtles. likes Turtles. Yeah, Turtles are great. Yeah. They sit there and they mm-hmm. put their legs out to dry the off. Young T-Rexes. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Antebellum, Antebellum did it. Lady right? A now, right? right. Yeah, but Lady but it was funny because there's like this this female black singer who was called Lady A, and so they stole her name and infringed on her market. And she's like, "Hey, wait, what are you doing?" So like in their effort to not be racist, they got accused of uh, even more racism. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, just bro, who cares if your group is called Lady Antebellum? They're like, well, it's a re- it's a reference to Civil War. So what? No one cares. It, yeah. what, what does Antebellum mean before the war? Uh, yeah, yeah, before yeah. Antebellum. Yeah. And then what, uh, what? What? What's after? How do you say after? It was. It uh, was the Reconstruction. Was after. Well, there's yeah. a word for but uh, yeah. post. Antum, postbellum. I, I don't remember right now. Postbellum. Postbellum. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. Yeah. What do we got? We got a super jet. Steve O says, "Last time I bothered you guys, I ordered a box of TP before COVID lockdown hit. This time, I'm warning you all: bullets, beans, and bandages. T- training is a must, and physical fitness increases your chance of survival. Complacency is a killer. Hundred percent agreed." Yes, mm. you know, uh, if it all breaks down, bullets are going to be currency. And it's not because of this idea that we're fighting each other. Yo, hunting. Okay. You want to get food. You want to be able to hunt. Your ammunition is, is, a, is a key way to do it. But night vision, bro. Night vision, mm-hmm. that deer is going to be staring you in the face. You're going to be three feet in front of it reaching out with your big muscular survivalist hands after several years in the wilderness and you're going to grab his antlers and just snap it and he's never going to see it coming. Wow. Your wife's going to be standing behind you with night vision goggles and she's going to be like, that was awesome. <laughs> night vision's great if you're, if you're going to take up a position though, thermal is good too. But yeah. thermal doesn't work for movement. You're, we've you're got like, yourself. we've probably got like 20 deer that live 
on the property. The people in 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 Northern Virginia around this area, they need to take up hunting because there are it's too many a boatload. Like there are so many deer, it is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. They, I'm always they, scared like driving truck, at night around here. Yeah. They were so yeah. they were they were starving last year because there were too many. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. Yeah. But the funny thing is, the tree line is all perfectly cut. Mm-hmm. And and we we're, we're like when we first came here, we we're like, how is the how are the how's the tree line perfectly cut? And it's like because the deer because <laughs> the deer <laughs> they, they, they keep it trim, you know. Yeah. Where are we at? Grab some super chats. What is it? Uh, North says it's smart to invest in lead rather than gold. Fair. Yes. I don't know how effective a golden bullet would be. Like <laughs> pure gold, it would just flatten and probably shatter. Yeah, it would probably flatten. I mean, I guess that has its has its purpose. You know, like a, like like a, a a lethal, but like somewhat less lethal, softer. Actually, that might be more lethal. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we'll grab some more super chats. As a federale says, bullets aren't valuable as currency because they can be measured for they can't be measured for quality. One day you'll have a box of nine millimeter, mostly full of sand. You're gonna fire every round. You get to test them. Um, hmm. yeah, but the same thing can be can be said for gold. You have no idea if they're giving you real gold or fake gold. That yeah. you need to bite it and be like, oh look, it worked. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, what you do is someone comes to you and says, I want to buy, uh, you know, that 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 succulent pig roast that you have for my family. And you say, that's going to be one box of nine millimeter. And they say, I got you right here. And they're going to slam on the table. Then you're going to open it up and you're going to pull out one at random and you're going to load it and you're going to test it. <laughs> and you're going to say, OK, maybe the guy gave you half duds or he one tenth duds and hoping you don't notice. But at the very least, a random test mm-hmm. can confirm you're likely getting a good box of ammunition. Did you see the thing in Dublin where it was like illegal immigrants were roasting a dog? Whoa. Oh, I saw the man. rats in New York. Well, people roasting <clears throat> rats? Yeah. Yep, literally. I don't know if that was a real video because it could just be a fake video someone made. That would be wormy and really bad for you. Yeah, but the worms cooked. get cooked. Yeah, but it's still... And that, it's not It's not like pleasant like as an idea. Start, yeah, I mean... Anyway, people that seems to get super nasty, but the, yeah, they're cooking, they're roasting dogs on a spit in Dublin. My thing about the bugs, when, when people are like, I don't want to eat the bugs. I'm like, y'all need to start getting ready to eat the bugs. Not because we're going to lose the culture war, but because if an economic crisis hits, you need to get comfortable with eating some things eating you do not want to eat. Yeah. My, my grandpa, so I was, I was at my grandpa's house. This is 20 some odd years ago. Rest in peace. And uh, I made a sandwich before we were leaving. And when I, I made a peanut butter and jelly and then I looked, there was mold on the edge. And I was like, ah. Oh. And he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, the bread's mold. And he goes, so what? And I was like, well, I'm not going to eat it. And he walks over and he grabs it and he goes, takes a big bite. And he goes, you don't know what we ate in the depression or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> my, like, uh, my grandfather in the depression, one of my grandfathers, he foraged for mushrooms oh, yeah. and sold them. And he was, a, he was wow. like pretty young at the time. And after that, period of life was over he never ate a mushroom again in his <laughs> life like that was it that was it for him and I'm mushrooms. not a fan of mushrooms i don't blame him all right Fungi. not bob saget says i ran a bot farm back in 2006 in world of warcraft i would have it running during the day while i was at school i made thousands of dollars selling gold to other kids the mmo gold market is a billion dollar industry wow wow that's crazy crazy man and then once we're in the metaverse and like that's all our lives yeah yeah i don't like it yeah, no, it's not good. But you know what? You're probably already in it. I'll be that last person, like in Fahrenheit. No, you're probably already in it right now. I'm in the metaverse right now. It's a simulation. 
Yeah, but saying it's a simulation and saying we were created by God are almost the same thing. Right, exactly. And so, you know, what you are in is basically God created this universe. You plugged your brain in and woke up here. Well, maybe, but this, if, I'm still if, not doing it. If the simu sim simulation theorists should probably already believe they're in, in, in by choice, a matrix. My son said that, like, <laughs> when we first moved out this way, he was like, Mom, we are at the edge of the simulation. <laughs> <laughs> you should have went like this. You should have went. I <laughs> you are correct. I don't I think the camera could him, capture I what like, I just did. I, what are we going to do? What are we going to do out here? Because we kept going in places and like there would be either no staff at all or the staff would just look at us and then keep doing what they were doing and like never take our order. They'd be like, we don't like you New Yorker taps around these We parks. wouldn't even say anything. <laughs> like we went into some ice cream place and they just looked at us. And kept helping the drive through, and I was like, "Do we have to get in the drive through to get ice cream?" Well, the 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 CPU power this far out of the simulation is really low. Yeah. So the NPCs are. Mm, you know yeah. I mean? Well, so we did get in the drive through, and then we got ice cream that way, and then we got out of the car and ate the ice cream. <laughs> like it was, it was really weird. All right, everybody, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. And right now, head over to TimCast.com, click join us, become a member to support our work. If you believe in what we do, if you want to see more cultural victories as a member, you help us with building the coffee shop, setting up these live events, making music. We're working on setting up short films. We have a video game in the works. We're going to have to release the code because this one kind of... You know, didn't go as far as we wanted to. Working on a card game, which will hopefully come out, and uh, building a new studio. And we have a bunch of projects in the works. We want to create an anti-Times uh, anti Square in Martinsburg, West Virginia, revitalize the area, and overall, just uh, win a culture war. So join TimCast.com if you support us, and uh, you'll get access to the Uncensored show, which is coming up in a few minutes. You can follow the show at TimCastIRL. You can follow me personally everywhere at TimCast. Dan, do you want to shout anything out? Sure. Yeah, you can find me uh, on Twitter, Real Dan Lyman, and also Borderhawk at Borderhawk.news and Borderhawk News on Twitter. I am Phil Labonte, Phil that remains on X or Twix, if you want to call it that. Phil that remains official on Instagram. The band is all that remains. We're available on <laughs> Apple Music, Spotify, uh, Pandora, Amazon Music, YouTube. You know the internet. I'm Libby Emmons. You can find me at Libby Emmons on Twitter um, and at thepostmillennial.com and humanevents.com. You can see all of the great work that we're doing there. We have amazing op-eds up at Human Events today if you want to check it out from Libs of TikTok and Jack Posobiec. So head on over. Pleasure to meet you, Dan. Uh, this is a fun episode. Uh, I am Surge.com on Twix and I'm going to keep calling it Twix because it's a good it's one. It's a good one. Yeah, left and right Twix, you know? Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get to that after show. All right, everybody, we will see you all over at TimCast.com in about a minute. Thanks for hanging out. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.